Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. Transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Howdy doody. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamara's going to go over some new patrons. Hell yeah, I am. Uh, join the Patreon for the post-Joe, where we'll be talking about other stuff unrelated to Joe. And uh, you get the throwbacks. I think there's 50 hours of throwbacks. Uh, this week, we want to give a big shout-out to Adam Davis. Shout-outs, Adam. Huge, huge, huge. And this is a great... Thanks, uh, Adam. Big things. Laying the groundwork for our uh, February uh, drive, where we're going to have uh, a drive to have... Um, one Patreon every single day of the month of um, February. It's going to be very exciting. Join us for the Patreon for the post, Joe. Like and subscribe. Smash that like button. Are you going to... How was your week, Kamar? Well, save that for the post, Joe. Come I'll on. save that for the post, Joe, but I just I need Simon to see it. Wow. What a teaser. A vagina-shaped That's from cloud. like two hours ago. Oh, really? Wow. Um, it's all happening. How was your week? How was your week? Uh, I, I've just been into chat GPT a lot. Did show, got there, tried the team too, it worked. So my theory was correct. Like uh, we'll talk about with uh, Louie that is a bit of a magic trick. Um, yeah, a lot of chat GPT. It's uh, sucking all my life. Football, short week, dissipating. I got nothing. <laughs> he just said like six words there. Simon, how was your week? Um, it was pretty nothing also, man. But, yeah, just, I hate to it say was it. a good week with for Rogan. Finally, can't Great complain about Rogan. that. Remarkable weather we've been having. It really has been the mildest January I can remember. I mean, it would be really cool if the city got rid of some snow. Yeah, they're, 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 they're doing it right now. I was talking to somebody yesterday. Oh, it's only a week late. One of they the were just city, hoping it would just go away. Plan. I was saying to my wife today, like when they utter the words budget and snow removal, it just enrages me. You guys set the fucking budgets. Put more money towards snow removal. Are you you surprised that this happens every year? The Glebe is like insane. It's just an excuse. To what? Be useless. To not do it. Yeah. 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 No, but I just like they're going to save money on snow removal so they can spend more on like group studies of what bike rack should look like. Like I just, you know, it's so. That's the problem with government is there's no. one of I mean probably for the most part there's no like real accountability for money spent but this like we're killing it up here compared to um, as we know warmer climates what do you mean all these extra things snow removal and stuff like we're so rich that we have all these things that are disposable to complain about 
Sure. I mean, it costs us substantially more to run our cities than it does. Well, exactly. I mean, what would they do with all that extra money that we have to use? up? I don't know. Put it towards our medical system. I don't know. I can think of 10 things off the top of my head. Fix the roads, fix the bridges. Yeah. Doctors, teachers. Oh, oh, no. Here, that's the next expense. I mean, in a place that doesn't have heating, you know, they built houses differently, like with the basements and stuff like that. We're rich. Just think you're rich. Okay. Sorry. You're sorry for being rich? You shouldn't no, be a piece I'm of shit. No, for living here and complaining about snow removal. Living in our bubble. But, I mean, that's how good we have it. Yeah. Listen, life is great. This is my week. You're not... You're, you're done with your, your week. shit to yourself now. <laughs> Apologize. If you had nothing to talk about, then you'd be quiet. No, I'm just joking. Oh, I got Simon, nothing. Simon I got nothing. This week. I got nothing. Um, I watched a whole bunch of shitty TV... And, um, oh, my cousin was part of making some movie that I watched today called, uh, Wildcat. It's, I, you've probably seen it on Amazon. It's about like that PTSD guy who raises an ocelot in, no, anyways, check it out. Who raises an ocelot. Was it good? Yeah. He, like, uh, rehabs and you, do you know what an ocelot is? Yeah, a cat, do, yeah. isn't it? Big, yeah. big, small cat. Yeah. Big, I watched, I watched big cat. I watched Sorry. Archer. Yeah. A small big cat. Yeah. A new um, season of Archer's out? No, I just, he always oh. talks. He has a pet ocelot, doesn't he? Or he uh, always, he's always talking about he I does? Watch Archer. I don't yeah. watch Archer. You watch Archer. That's how you know what an ocelot is. Anyways, so if you're looking for a feel good ish kind of story, go check that out. There's a show called That 90s Show, which is oh, a play off that 70s it, That show. makes me want to kill somebody. Did you watch it regardless? I, no, I watched the fucking preview for it and decided that that was the biggest load of trash I've ever seen. I thought the same thing and then watched some episodes and they have cameos of the old people. Terrible. Supposed to be there. No, it, there's no aphrodisiac like nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch that than try to get into a new show with new characters. And I did watch this show with Stanley Tucci in it. Yeah. It's on Netflix, I believe. Um, he plays like a Hannibal Lecter type guy in prison who helps people solve murders. And no, you haven't watched it. It has David Tennant in it. You know, uh, do you know who David Tennant is? He's in, he's a. You don't get the memo, do you? Not a James Bond, uh, Doctor Who. Mm. Anyways, that's it. You seem like you're in a good mood today, Simon. Yeah, man, you do. That was sarcasm? No, no. No, I feel his was sarcasm, and this jerk off doesn't even know what he's saying. I think it's because Matt had such a great week. It's just everything's upside down. Dude, I am so tired. I worked my ass off this week. That's a good week. I have a lot going on. Challenge of life. I'm getting trivia up. I'm I'm getting like a fourth trivia night going. Nice. Chat GPT can help you. Yeah, I could probably write all your questions. That's true. Hey, man. that's a great question. That's a really well, interesting question. No, when it does. He, I've when done he it. I tells it. you about Chat GPT, which he will in the post show incessantly, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, it's fucking amazing. It, Thank you, Simon. All students can now cheat on all of their essay writing. You'll never have to write another essay again. This thing can do it for you 1000%. Way better than you could ever write an essay. It can do the heavy lifting. Anyways, yeah. So is this a uh, good thing? I well, think this is an eventuality of 
the easiness of our uh, civilization. Like, it had to come to this. I'm surprised it took this long. We've had internet for this long and people writing algorithms. I'm using mm-hmm. air quotes mm-hmm. there for well, this I think they long. Can tell by the tone. And it took until 2020, what are we in now? Three. Three to have a, a program that cheats at life for you. Come on. Come and, on. No, no, hold on. Where hold are on, the flying stop. cars? Program, Where are the jetpacks? This program's in its infus, inf- infancy. Thank you. Why do you think that? Well, why do I think that? Because it's the first generation of it. Yeah, that's what you are led to believe. What leads. I was just going to say, like, why do you not believe that this has been around for potentially years? It might have been, but not only people who knew how to use that code. Now it can be used by any dum-dum. I understand. And all dum-dums helps it learn more. It's true. The more dum-dums that are out there cheating on essays, the more essays that are being created for your dum-dum program Mm -hmm. to cheat off Mm -hmm. of. I'm just saying, though, clickbait articles where you read and you're like, was this written by like an ESL or like someone? Maybe it's just chat GPT. Oh, it is. It is. But I'm just... Maybe like newspapers already had a program to write articles like that and as they fired all humans they've still been putting out content by using a program like this i'm just saying now it's available it can be an app on your phone everybody's going to have it your kids are going to be able to get it yeah i would also say life's going to be different i assume that like the cia and the fbi have had this for a decade and have been out on the internet trolling people for it, it would hard it would hard to say no they they have no idea what this it is. this <laughs> might it's, it's be blind Mike them. Baker would be like what are you talking about yeah this might there be a precursor to the X factor yes 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 I th- I, I, think so. I don't want to say this is the X factor but definitely this is in the evolution towards the X factor. this is Can another you ask it to write code yes I wonder Kamar so could it you will write you code yes have you tried to Simple plug it so. into Appar- I don't have a computer. Apparently it you do works. Have a computer. That's uh, a computer. I wonder if you can yeah, ask it. The, the typing doesn't work that well on this. I use my phone for it. Like invent the X factor, you know? <laughs> no, but you'd have ask to say. chat GPT to yeah, do it. Okay. Just see what it comes up with. The X factor is theorized as the moment, moment or invention that will change everything. In what is said that invention? How, yeah. how did we get <laughs> yeah, there? Exactly. But the, the limitation is it's only up to 2021. As in the info that it. All it, uh, what is drawing from I got every okay, conversation, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, ever yeah. happened. Because so I was trying to find out be who would win in the football behind. games today. It's like, I can't help you with that. But, um, anyways, we are, we're going to talk about the post, Joe. It's very interesting. When he started talking about it, I couldn't have been more bored, but he wouldn't stop. And by the end, he had won me over. But, but here, how did I start Diligence. out? How did I start out, Simon? I started Hold out on. by, I had it write a cogent argument that Bigfoot exists. And had it read to him. He knows me. <laughs> I just want to stop, though. Let's have a real moment for a second. We have very few of them on the show. Simon, think about what you just said. Does that? Do you not think that maybe mirrors your life in general? That you go into things maybe not with the greatest attitude, and then with a little bit of coaxing, coaxing, you eventually come around? I, I No, I think it more that I know Kamar, and 90% of the things he tells me are going to be put in the trash folder. So, you know, to I'm be, just... To be uncrumpled. You were sort of right. Now move on. I mean, <laughs> caveat. Caveat. I don't <laughs> think there's a lot of right, but nope. I mean, look, I could be wrong. Like Who's I said, score? it's in the spam. You folder. are, Kamar. What are oh, we doing? Yeah, but I, don't, who wins? 
Well, you think you do. Even when you think you're right, I don't think you're right. Like that, we even differ on. There's no winners or losers, but there are victims. I stole that from some kid. Yeah. <laughs> you are the victim. Not Chad GPT. There's still, there's still a world out there. Chad GPT is like a ruler. It's just a tool. Um, yeah, great week this week. Uh, do you this wanna... might be, just before we move on, yeah. this might be the best uh, Joe Rogan week we've had in maybe five years. It's the best episode of 2023. I can say that unequivocally. Which one? There were only three, right? Yeah, there yes. were only three, yeah. And a surprise drop on Saturday, which we don't always enjoy. No. I mean, if it's Louis, I'll always take it. Like Louis. Louis Chappelle. There's like 10 people on earth that I will take a Saturday By himself. Drop. Yeah. Because the first Louis got was with Joe List, more for Joe List. On his Some mouth. of my favorite episodes are the like old head comedians, you know, the, the yeah. big guys that Joe can't railroad over with his ideas. There's no power dynamic in the industry. There's no power dynamic. There's no, Oh, that's a stupid idea. He has to take all their ideas. You know, well, that's... this gets very interesting. I know right was... at the end it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll get Anyways, let's, uh, let's well, we go had, over the guest list. We had our, um, he's a biologist, I guess, 1927 Forrest Gallant. Talk about woolly mammoths. What? What? Then we had 1928, probably the podcast. It's hard. This is a great week. Jimmy Cressetti and um, Chum Lee. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> or Ben Van Curen, but I don't know if you saw that picture, but he is Chum Lee with his Syrian accent. On the Rishat structure, which we all should Are be you aware saying Chum Lee like from Street Fighter? Or are you saying Chum Lee from... Chum Lee. Yeah, from Pawn, Pawn Stars. Stars. So Chum Lee. Chum Lee. Thank you. You assumed he thought one of the guests on Joe Rogan this week looked like Chun Li from Street Fighter? Yeah. Okay. Is it a straight Ch- accent it, and a ponytail? That's, is it okay, Chun Li yeah. or Chung Li? I think it's Chun Li. Is it C H U N Li? Yeah. He's going to go. He's going to Google that. What do you rate the week, Kamar? And then follow it up by Louis C.K. You didn't say that one yet. Yes. And then we had finished the, as we already talked about. 1929, Louis C.K. On a Saturday, which you never liked Buzz Louis, so it was cool, and it wasn't a disappointment. I give the week, I'm not going to lie, a four. I give it a three and a half. I give it a four as well. Wow, for Simon, that's like a five. Boom. All right, well, let's just start in order. Let's go with uh, Forrest Galante. 1927, Forrest Gallant. Is it Galante? <laughs> it is Galante. You know it is. I wrote around it. Um, <laughs> I wrote around it. So the last time we met with Forrest, they were working on reanimating the... Woolly mammoths. No. Thylacine. Uh, Thylacine. The saber-tooth... Uh, or sorry, the uh, Tasmanian the tiger. Tasmanian tiger. <laughs> Tasmanian... And he was on the search out for it. Yeah. He's still on the clock. <laughs> he's, he, well, he, apparently he's got a new clock and he's going in a new direction. But um, they start off talking about that 28-year-old hermit. Yeah. Like that's the sort of things of um, horror stories or spooky, sort of like, um, what, what should we call it? Those two kids we had on last week. Oh, the ghost hunters? Paranormal. Sam and Max so though, that guy used to be like, um, 
famous for, you know, breaking into people's houses, but only kind of taking what he needed. He was like the Robin Hood of whatever, you know, Hamptons or wherever the fuck. It wasn't the Hamptons, but whatever kind of community he lived in up the there. Hamptons. I just leave with You wouldn't Faberge see him eggs. all summer. He would do his thing. And then I guess in the winter he would go and like try and find places to bed. Ravage for 28 years. Like a a year makes sense, but it's pretty. There's a, there was a whole show about like some guy who lives out in the woods, some old, he looks like a old prospector guy, you know, and he's out there just whatever. And when somebody wants him, they send like a raven and he, no, no, I'm telling you, man, he has like all these old school ways of doing shit. There's also a show I watch called, um, maybe like Forbidden Island or something like that. It's a reality show about these people who live the very farthest little island out like before Alaska, I guess. And there's like, I don't know, 45 people who live on this little, they were all fishermen at one point and it's cool, man. It's like a real, where are they from? West Indies? They're Americans. Oh, I I thought they were saying they're in the middle of the ocean. Anyways, so they're... The wonderful whites of there? That's Appalachia, isn't it? I know, but I'm just thinking 40 people in one place. Yeah, but they're not... There's no, like, inbred. No, they're all individual families that kind of planted their roots there, and now you're ending up with old, old people or young, young people because, you know, the children of the... And all the families just... Were the whites inbred? I thought they were just crazy. The, uh, The... Whites of Appalachia. The... Oh no, the 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 ones of West Virginia. Oh, I don't know anymore. I think they were in Brad. I don't I think, think they there were. There was two families that were just crazy, but the the the, the one from um, sorry, it's soft white underbelly. Yeah, the that, one, those, those are those the inbreds. Yeah. I think the whites were just. Yeah, that's what I, I think. The weird. whites were just like a sure. loose cannon factory. <laughs> okay, I withdraw my poorly timed joke. No, <laughs> um, I just don't want a white showing up at my door. Then they I don't t- think you have to worry about that. Then he brought up the uh, Japanese soldier that thought <laughs> the war was going on for like 20 years hiding in a cave. That's crazy, man. It's crazy, but it's a great s- a concept for a story in so many ways. Thinking, you think for something, there's a zombie apocalypse and well, you Well, that's like or- as close to time traveling as you're ever going to get. You know, I gotta, you stop. I, you stop. Everything else goes on. And when you come back to the world, you're coming from horse and buggy to... Uh, trains or whatever, you know? But you also have to compete with the process. I was wrong the whole time. What, like, what is what? I feel like that story is like uh, the Richard Gere gerbil. It's not. That no, actually no, no, happened. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, I don't know. That, that happened. He thought the planes from the airport yeah. was a... I know. I just, I don't know. Okay. It's, 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 <laughs> Matt it's, smells a rat. It's the story of the dog that just waited at its dead owner's grave till it died. Maybe Chat GTP wrote this story. I don't know. There's just something about it that stinks to me. It feels like one of those old wives' tales. Like I feel like Forrest like a isn't that much of a uh, conspiracy theorist because, as he did say, he's not a Bigfoot guy. But as Chad GBT, Why you got to go there? You already know he's not well, in a no, great we, mood. Just, you're get, that start, out, you're just get that out of the way. No, get I mean, look, uh, this whole episode to me is like, if you can suspend your disbelief to the Tasmanian tiger, we know that there were... Um, Creatures, they we don't call them big feet, but there are many examples of things from our past that are just like Bigfoot. 
So the idea that this thing could survive the same way that survived, it's the, it's the same argument. This is so dumb. I think he's got so much on his plate. He just doesn't need to compliment oh, no, I'm it not, with any I'm not talking talk. about Forrest Gallant. He didn't say. Hey. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Galante. <laughs> um, Can I ask he, you a question? He didn't quick? go out of his way to like badmouth nope. Bigfoot people the way Joe does, you know? Is it Bigfoots or Big Feet? Big Fight. I don't think you pluralize it like Big Feet. I think it would be that's a group of Bigfoot. Okay. I don't know. Sasquatch. There's two Bigfoot over there. You don't say Sasquatches. There's two Bigfoot over there. That's a family of Bigfoot. It's not a family of Big Feet. No, but if you just, so like that's what I'm saying. There's two Bigfoot over there. That's what you say? Yeah. I saw, two, I saw two big foot. That's what I would say. Okay. I don't know what's right and what's wrong. Interesting. I'm not, I am not the um, arbitrator of uh, right and wrong for Bigfoot. Here's a fun grammatical thing for you, Simon. The other day when I left trivia, Mary came home and she's like, you know, you, you, you kept saying this thing wrong. Like Mary told you that? Yeah, she was like, grammatically, you kept saying this thing wrong. Grammatically? I was, I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, one of your questions about someone hanged himself. So I read the question back to her. It's what character in Shawshank hanged himself? Instead of hung himself? Yeah, and she was like, it's hung. So do you know the grammatical? Both are right. I no. think both are right, no? Incorrect. Hanged mm-hmm. is the only correct one. Out, hung, is, hung is to hang an object. To kill a person by hanging is specifically hanged. Because hung, you get a, you hung that p- picture over yes, there. Yes, I hung, hung that, that picture, picture over there. You didn't hang that I picture. hanged, yeah, I hanged this person. Oh, it's interesting. A hung Sorry. person. Simon doesn't care. A hung I, person, eventually the, even the neck will rot out. And they'll, I feel like if I don't look you directly in the eye and tell you how much I like the information you gave me, you just assume, right? That's what I'm going to do from now on. No, you know what you Matt, need to do? That was you know ve- what you need to do? That was very interesting. We, we videotape this and it goes up every week. What you need to do, like I have to do every week, is watch yourself. Yeah, you see you grab, yeah. If you watched your mannerisms like I have to, I have to, li- I have to sit in my shit for like six hours every mm. week. I have to stew in my own shit Simon every functions week. that that's not there though. So yes. it's not really going to work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would pop the whole bubble. All righty then. Uh, then he, uh, he talked about the Judas goat, which I thought they were going to say about some goat that they added horns to. Oh, or wait, something. sorry. We have to back up just before we get Put to the Judas to goat. Back, back to Bigfoot. Big sorry, my apology. Joe again brought up the Uh-oh. Patterson Gimlin footage. Yeah. This is a real this is really sticking in your crawl. Yeah, huh? man. Someone has got to send him the link to that. Um have you sent it to him? What do you mean someone? I sent it to him. <laughs> Simon Simon's like uh he's like Andy Dufresne in the Shawshank. He's like, I've been sending it to him every day for the last three years. Yeah. What I think, guys, out there, people. If there is anybody listening, we should just start flooding his inbox with everybody just keep sending him the same video. Like Rick, <laughs> Rick roll him. Just put a different heading, Joe, I love you. And then when he opens it, it's just the Patterson. Put on the call to the troops. But do you not assume that every uh, Bigfooter out there is already doing that? Like you think you're the most serious Bigfooter? There's got to be people that listen no, to Joe. That I am are the way least more. serious Bigfooter. Well, we both know that's not true. No, you're somewhere. You have a bumper sticker. Um, 
You paid money it, to create images. Of I it was Bigfoot. given to me. I would but never. But you put it on your I car. I wouldn't buy. It. I did put it on my car. That is interesting. Because <laughs> um, you don't strike me as a bumper sticker kind of guy. No, that would probably be the only bumper sticker I put on there. Yeah, wow. like honk for Bigfoot. Type no, of, I would yeah. never have any oh, okay, sort of writing. Like, no, 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 okay. Uh, just, just, uh, just, just a silhouette. silhouette. Yeah. yeah, I got you. Okay, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, what were we talking? Oh, Joe and his. Uh, yeah, he just look again. I don't. Mo- he can have his own opinion. That is fine by me. But he watched a documentary, obviously that was misinformed and for the past however many years he's been spewing back this misinformed information and nobody's bothered to call him on it for some reason. May I extend an olive branch to you and an argument for you? To me? Yeah. Yeah. Joe has this Innocence Project guy on all the time. He constantly is arguing that people need to be given a second chance. Like Bob Lazar, everyone, Joe is constantly like people need, you know, you get, yeah. So sometimes you make a mistake. So like his whole thing is like, this guy's a scam artist. Yeah. And, and but it's like, well, you, this guy could turn a new leaf, like just cause he was a scam artist. And again, he only has like this tiny little bit of the statement by that logic, Matt, he has to not believe Bob Lazar. That's what I'm saying. Right. He has that's to exactly disclude was, Bob Lazar that's exactly because Bob Lazar is way more of a scam artist. Like, if you're judging scammery, then so this is my point, right? Is that you can't have it both ways. Yeah, it, I was giving you, I was giving you an you. argument. That's you're the welcome. olive branch. Yeah. I see. I got it now. Um, and you see right there that you did this. You went thank you and give me more. That's how. That's the difference between a good response I, and a oh, you like grabbing okay. the head of your. <laughs> um. Anywho, so yeah, I just. I know it's really getting to you. I can it tell because it's coming up weekly too, and he's really he's almost all over going it. out yeah. of his way to like. I know it's like he listens enraged. to this and is like, no, you know I, this I just think he like has so few groups of people he can pick on anymore because he's Joe Rogan. You can't like can't pick on trans people. You can't pick on all the normal people the comedians want to go at, and he's just decided that this group of people and that footage is like janky. Mm-hmm. No bueno. No. Anyways, fuck that guy. Whoa. I mean, we do have a podcast dedicated to that guy, so yeah, it's tough well. to it's tough to fifteen minutes in be like fuck that guy. But I'm with you. Let's move on. Sorry, okay. Kamar. Stuff with no football. Huh? Ha- Kamar's just lost in the sauce. No need to apologize. Uh, yeah. So then they talked about the Judas goat. A lot of this was about conservation of animals both ways, and that they the goats are smart enough to get away from the hunters. And so they put a collar on the goat and then he finds the other goats. And you just think about this goat like, hey guys, let's go. And like, what's that collar on your neck about? Are you wired? Like, is that what's same idea? What's the Judas goat? So the idea was that the, they can escape the hunters. But what they would do is they would put one goat with a tracker on it. And that goat would always, always find the pack of goats. And okay. then they would just find the and kill all the other goats, and then gotcha. the, let the Judas goat go again, and he again... Well, would... I don't know if you said that. I don't know if they picked a new goat every time. Well, that's time, a good point, or, yeah. Or do they have one... I, I think it's better to kill that goat in every situation. He's like the uh, the vampire familiar goat. Yeah. He's like, don't get me. We're, we're the same. <laughs> yeah. You and me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's just we're, so... we're the same. We're not like those other goats. <laughs> yeah. It's so diabolical. I actually got to feel bad for him. He's just constantly yes. looking for friends, yes. and then they all get gunned down. Like, He's man, like, is it me? Like, he, do I have bad luck? What is it called? Like a uh, police informant, but uh, like uh, unwilling yeah. to participate. To uh, participate. To dob all his guys in. Well, that really is the best way to get 
footage of like hard to find animals would be to find one of them and put a camera on it, send it back to its people. It's like that whole, you yeah, know, I you... told you about the giant squid and they put it on the Humboldt squid because it's the only thing that can get down that deep. Like our cameras can't go down that deep, but the Humboldt squids can on their own. Unless that the, 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 is a type of animal where those animals are real to the game and they spot the wire right away and fuck them yeah. up and destroy the camera. And the I mean, you would think that would be the case. Like, we find wires of people wearing underneath their clothes. This guy's showing up with the collar, <laughs> yeah. like he said. Maybe they make it, it white or whatever color the goat is. Goats are dumb as fuck. Oh, and goats are dumb as fuck. Maybe they're like, yo, ball and collar. This guy's the new king. We will follow him. And they all get gunned down. Yeah, maybe. It's amazing how um, I was watching sh- like mountain sheep fight. You know, they're just yeah, Billy slamming goats. their goddamn heads into each other like that. It's just CTE for sure. Eh? It's just it's crazy how animals <laughs> they go racist on their sitcom. I mean, there's an explanation for it. Adapt so they can fight in the dumbest of ways. You know, build up so saying? much bone or whatever it is between. It would wait make way more sense for one goat to just be like, I'm going to fuck this whole bone idea and just grow me some huge fangs or something or tusks, you know, like why nature wants to keep it fair. Well, I love that you're like, why don't you just grow wings? I don't mean like tomorrow, but like if I keep finding the most bird-like woman and keep fucking and fucking and fucking, eventually my offspring are going to be very bird-like, you know? That's how that works. If you had someone try to fly off a cliff every day for a million years, do you think eventually... But again, so Simon, figure it out. I think we'd figure it out. <laughs> but you're saying that like a goat would have to be smart enough to be like, wow, I'm really using my head the wrong way here. I need to find some wolf and start fucking that wolf that in hopes would, that, that my son. Be, that would be smart. Then you end up with like wolves with horns. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. That's very smart. The scariest fucking wolf alive. That would be so fucking hilarious if um, animals could actually just reproduce with other animals and we ended up with a world just full of like these craziest hybrid fucking you know i mean i bet if you flying goats i bet if you extrapolate far back that's kind of the world we live in now. dinosaurs that's what that was no but i just mean like if you even look like look at a platypus that thing doesn't that thing doesn't make sense no but i mean there aren't that many animals like that like the platypus is just really it's off the charts weird, you know? But Simon, if you took someone from 6,000 years ago and you showed them all the animals today, I bet they'd be like, what the fuck? No? Um, like, look at Chico. I'm just thinking like what the difference in animals would have been from 6,000 years. Like, Stop. They still had elephants and they let, still had let, rhinos and they still had, you, you know what I'm saying? They might have looked very different though. They would have looked a little different. The same way a mammoth became an elephant. They would have slowly lost the hair because it got warmer and there was no need to keep but it. But even that, if you're used to seeing haired elephants and all of a sudden all of them are bald, that's a pretty big change, no? Yeah. And? Don't yes and me. No, I'm, I'm asking. What's your point? Well, I was saying that if you were from 6,000 years ago and you saw animals, yes. that would okay. be a so, big enough change where you'd be like, okay, I don't well. think that would be like the type of change that would blow your mind. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you come out, you're used to um What if giraffes were double hair. the size? What if they're double the size now? Like what if giraffes used to be little dwarf I mean, feet? they were. They started as like a horse type creature. So that's what I'm that saying. That needed is, to reach the higher branches. So now so if So maybe, I, I just don't think that happens in 6,000 years, Matt, is what I'm saying. Maybe I 10. Think, like what, what no, number I do you like need? No, I think like 
a lot more than that, actually. I think it's probably like a hundred. Listen to you, years. Graham Hancock no, just, denier. You don't know shit, asshole. Graham Hancock denier. Uh, we'll we'll really get more into this in uh, the, the next yes, episode the next as well. One. Yes, yes. yes. Um, they talked about the level of fear generated by the media, a bit of COVID. How the main, even the mainstream media is now starting to say the miscounted deaths part. You know, dying of COVID or had COVID, had a gunshot wound with COVID. That 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 actually is true. So a lot less people died just from COVID. And then Joe said he realized that some hospitals in America are privatized. Like he just realized. I know. I was like, what, what is he talking about? That's what you guys do. Like, yeah. Not say one is better than the other, but didn't you know before that? Because that's what, like, and what about the prisons? Are they private too? <laughs> Who's running this shit? Yeah. No, I couldn't believe when he said that. I yeah. don't know what he meant by that, but that's what it sounded like. Um, something about Lucky Charms being advised as healthy food. So he posted that on his Instagram this week that Lucky Charms is now like on the food pyramid as like a, a food staple that you should ingest every day. And it's, it's funny because Sonny last week was talking about how he eats more natural foods or like cook. He doesn't understand why Americans eat such a simple diet. And it's because they're sold a simple diet. They're not sold. I made an amazing dish last night ramen and shrimp. On what planet? Does Lucky Charms constitute as like a healthy option? If I'm a planet, option. this planet. <laughs> it's got marshmallows. That's what the charms are. But if <laughs> I guess my point would be alphabets. If you want to argue that could be healthy. In the sense that you're learning while you eat? No, that it has no, <laughs> uh, no marshmallows in it. Okay, you know? sure. Those things are just pure fucking sure, balls yes. of sugar. Yeah. Hey, man, I don't eat them. I can't afford them. I mean, listen, um, <laughs> chocolate-covered almonds were on there. I mean, like, that to me, a little bit of chocolate, you get the almonds. Like, I think a little bit of chocolate is almonds. good for you. I know, but almonds taste disgusting. So if you got to put a little bit of sugar to make the medicine go down. I like my know? almonds. I like Did you say almond milk or almonds? Almonds. Almonds, marzipan, Did you hear us say milk? Well, no, I was wondering because it was too cereal, and that's a different thing. Look at prison Simon <laughs> over here. Did you hear us say milk, motherfucker? Dude, take it down. <laughs> Simon's fucking fired <laughs> up today. They uh, they talked about um, award shows possibly being in their dying throes. Would you say that when you were young, you didn't say no what the Oscars were? And then at some point, you became cognizant of, like someone said, it won an Oscar. So you're like, what are the Oscars? And you thought they were something special. And now you're on the other side, or you have been for a while, of who cares about award shows or what they say the best movie is. No, but it's not the other side. It's that it changed. Like my parents, when they were my age, still cared about the Oscars. Sorry, did you ever care about the Oscars in your life? Or yeah. do you still care about... You I still... cared about the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you When they made good now. movies, yeah. Simon? Do I care about the Oscars? I mean, I'll watch them. Yeah. And and based on that, like, well, I don't, that's, a, I that's don't a good movie. That's like a bad a movie. party where everybody dresses up in tuxedos did you, and I, shit. I used to do with my mom when I was a... I watched every Oscar. Yeah, Dude, the nineties, the so Oscars, there was good movies up. And I good think movies won. We didn't have a lot of options. So on Oscar night, that probably took up three channels. You and know, I, three I, of seven channels. And I think one of the allures was that you would see stars not in movies. Yeah, you may comedians. see a, a picture of some famous person in uh, That was never an allure for me. Not for you, but in People magazine. But this is the only time you saw stars just sort of doing being somewhere. And now that you see stars every day, 
that loster, if it was a loster, is gone. I like how they were talking about how um, nobody watches the Oscars anymore. And what's his name's like, yeah, I can't even remember the last Oscars I watched. Joe's like, well, you watched the last one. Everybody <laughs> yeah. watched the last one. But now is the Oscars a position where they have to one up that? Like, oh, yeah. To somebody has someone? to get shot. <laughs> like, yeah. Somebody needs to get kidnapped right off the stage I'd like, argue, by the Mexican cartel or something. That's the only way the Oscars are Without that slap, the Oscars may have come and gone. I think there would still be the Oscars. We'll see. The problem is, is we just don't, like, they don't make movies like they used to. There used to be... They do. There's, there's still great movies. I'm not saying there's not great movies, but we don't go to the movies. Listen, most of the winner Oscar winner movies I've never even heard of or seen. They show up three months before the Oscars come out. It's always Did some like so. That's a good point too. Fucking dude in thing. the '90s, big movies won. Well, like big-ish movies won Oscars. Shawshank. Big, big movies won Oscars. Yeah, that's sure. well, Avatar Two is coming out for the Oscars this year. Whether that's a good movie or not doesn't matter. Do you guys watch the Banshees of Aeneas Fearon? No, we talked about this last week. So well, it was you, terrible. You've had a week to watch it. No, I still didn't. Well, it won Best Movie at the Golden Globes. No, it, the Golden it, Globes doesn't mean shit. Hmm. I mean, well, I've, it's a pretty good indicator. She uh, Everything All at Once, she won Best Actress at the Golden Globes, and I think she will win like The, the fact Oscars. that that doesn't win all the awards... Everything all at once just yeah. shows yeah. you that I, it's all a I fucking think it, I think it might when it comes to the Oscars. Sometimes they sort of... Well, we'll see. ...change... We will see. Like Parasite so was no, good. We we're just deciding that we won't see because we don't give a well, shit. I, I will. I think he was. He, Joe was saying there in the death throes. I think I sort of agree with him. I'm gonna. I'm going down with the shit. I think Joe just anything that is TV, he's against. Right, like um, old media. Yeah. So traditional. It just even if it's good, even if it's important, it'll never get the credit. Because I mean, the the Golden Globes was made for me by that Eddie Murphy moment. That was fucking hilarious. Exactly. So there, there's hilarious. the problem though is like it's four hours of pomp and circumstance, and you're really there for two 30 second moments. Right? Yes. You're there for that Eddie Murphy moment. The rest of it is just Hollywood jerking itself off. If and I, you don't really get what's if his, anything else I could do, then that'd be worth it. What's his name there. doing that speech at the Oscars really kind of summed up at the what Golden Globes. we've been watching. Was it at the Golden Globes? It was the Golden Globes. Oscars are coming down the pike. You know no, why no, I no, also no 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 I'm talking about uh, the comedian who went up and roasted everyone. He said, "Listen, get up here, get your award, Ricky say Gervais. thank you to Ricky God Gervais. and to ever, and shut the fuck up because you're not important." That you know he should he should always be the host of the Golden Globes for, forever. But I guess I kind of get weird. Let's Wait, get- I was gonna say real quick. Um, no, I forgot. Fine, go but ahead. them going the way they handled the Will Smith thing. Um, letting him sit back down and then giving him the the award, they should have to take like a five year hiatus. That should just be ten years. He's banned for ten years. No, there's no. I'm saying the Oscars. You guys fucked up. Big timeout. You guys fucked up. You prove that your whole thing is um, just a big facade. So now you need to, you know, that was going to be my point. Right in closing, Kamar, I was going to say social media has made it also so that. No one gives a shit because I don't have to watch the Oscars because anything that happens at the Oscars worth watching mm-hmm. is going to be all over social media for the next week. And I like there's no allure in seeing it live anymore because when we were kids, if you didn't see it live, you didn't see that shit. 
right? Like if you didn't see. Unless I was taping on VHS, but yes, you're right. You would see like the key moments on uh, something the next day. Some sort of entertainment news. But even then, think about like the finale of a show. Like Kamar is saying, if if someone wasn't recording it VHS, if you missed the finale, you had to just hope that. Especially TV. And to your point earlier, like now that you can watch people every day behind the scenes, why do you need this event where you're seeing people behind the scenes? We have an agreement. It's in the death rows. We have an agreement. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Then they got into big snakes and they said there was a snake with a head three foot wide which would be the size of this table. I like the way he said that was like uh, like it was a company. Like there was a company behind it. Big Snake? Yeah, Big, Big Snake. Yeah. <laughs> Big Snake Sorry, is keeping it. This isn't three feet. It's just, uh, just a little under three feet. I think this is probably four feet, no? That would just be a little bit under three feet. Yeah, this is four feet. Okay, a snake with a head slightly smaller than this table. Stand at this table. <laughs> you don't take up... <laughs> two feet so it'd be very interesting if you had to run into that snake no it wouldn't you'd be dead it's like it'd be very interesting no but it's like it's terrible like joe said also is that people have this sort of idea that i love all the animals so if i got into if i if i came across a wild animal in the wild because i'm just like hey dude <laughs> we're just on it it's gonna feel my vibe and know to go kill something else but that's not the case Nature is cruel. And what's the deal with snakes anyways? So like at one point they were lizards and shit just got so easy that they're like fucking legs and arms. We don't need these things. And things are just so cushy for these snakes now that they're like just appendages. Things things were hard for the snake. So I had to get rid of these things. was holding me back. Our fear of snakes is hilarious to me. Unless you're talking about a snake that size. Like big, big, big giant snakes, yeah. But like a little garter snake, dude. Any little snake, I get it. They're venomous. Venomous. That's why people yeah, are. Yeah, I get of it. Them. You grab that fucker by the tail, and that's it. Game over. You've won. No, it'll bite you for sure if you grab it by the tail. No, it'll just go. Bloop, no, bloop. no, dude. By the t- if you get it, you, you have get to grab the, the snake behind the head. That's how you hold the snake. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You that's never grab tra- it by its tail. Ooh, I think Simon might have you there. No, he's talking about if you're trying to like subdue the snake to yeah. like, yeah. I'm if not you want to make that. sure that the snake doesn't bite you, if you go by the tail, it's going to come back. Yes, and, bite and you just on bite you. You're talking about those little quick ones. I'm talking about like a no, medium I'm snake. About a medium snake. snake. You grab that bad boy by the right tail under the neck. Well, I know that. Yeah, we I, all know the fucking su- death. Grip. I highly suggest you don't do that. Listen, I don't like snakes, so obviously I'm not going near one. I just said though, it doesn't make sense to Look, me that I'll we t- as a- I'll tell you this, Matt. When a cowboy runs into a rattler in the you know on the trail he either beats it with a stick or he shoots it with his gun he doesn't go pick it up by the tail and swing it around his head if i have a stick or a gun obviously i'm using those options yeah okay shoot a snake (laughs) just think about that I don't think they're moving that fast, man. I think most of the time Wait they're a sitting there in Hold a on. defensive Hold position. On. Two seconds ago, Maybe. I can't grab this snake because it's the fastest thing on earth. Kamar wants to shoot it, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, <laughs> I mean, dude, it's not really going no, anywhere. No. <laughs> like, hey, what? Yeah, yeah. Two For, snakes, one first story. First of all, that <laughs> snake is going to recoil. It's going to get into a defensive position where it's it doesn't to shoot have its tail out for you to grab. 
Yeah, so. this but is but this in this is scenario, silly. I have a now I have a gun and a bat, so now I'm okay. shooting it. So you'll you just want a gun with a uh, it's got a bunch of steel balls on it and a net. It goes like that, and then the snake gets the old net up gun. Yeah, <laughs> net gun. Thank you. That's what it's called. <laughs> Chat GPT. Where the hell were you on that one? In that show I watched, he uses a nail gun. You know the one with what's his name uh, from yeah. the office. If you have he's one, he's out there hunting giant snakes. You have one, um, and these giant snakes just happen to be in the Congo. And like those giant, giant Congo snakes, like the huge ones, the twenty plus footers, you know. Like unless they're sneaking up on you and grabbing you, those things must move so slowly. Like they're so big. Yes, you know. Yes, I agree with that. That's where those big ones are. Like, man, I wish I kept my motherfucking. But I'm legs. sure, like yeah. this little part of it, the neck, like. Like it would just be hiding under half the thing underwater with just a bit of his neck. That the bite and stuff that would be enough to get you, dude. I've seen videos on run Instagram. Up on you, I've think. seen videos on Instagram of these guys in the swamp, like where the snake it. It's insane. I'm like, I wouldn't be in that boat. I wouldn't be in that water. I wouldn't be anywhere near that fucking. The snake thing. has the advantage. Forget the advantage. It's fucking huge. You don't want to be anywhere near that thing. No fucking way. Agreed. So don't go to the Congo. But that is a reason to go to the Congo, which got us into uh, Congo exploitation, blood phones. Uh, Joe you think that's a reason to go? Have you ever talked about the Bonobo Ape? And he goes, yeah, yeah, we have. Like, blood phones. I like that. He, he says, have we ever talked about Bonobo Ape? And he goes, yeah, yeah, we have. He was like, so what do you know about it? And they just sort of, uh, everything we've talked about, yeah. it, it may have had a different size skull. And it, it, I think that's why it he. It wasn't the Bonobo. The bonobo is the other type of the chimp. It was the bondo. Bondo. Bonobos are the ones Simon. that fuck all yeah. the time. It was the bondo, and he said um, the characteristic is it might not actually be in a different um, ape, but it had a heightened aggression. But then Joe said that it did grow that different head, which would then, you know. Which he then he talked about his uh, golden retriever is more aggressive and bigger because it has his balls. Yeah, I've never heard about that bigger head thing before, but I guess that maybe that makes sense. And it's interesting how important balls are to like toughness and strength, but they're so silly and like vulnerable. Yeah. I just cut my dog's balls off thinking yeah. it may help with like how, how fucking hyper he is. Didn't, Didn't make all. a goddamn difference. <laughs> not one goddamn difference. He's not going to get more hyper though. Every day he gets more hyper. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a veterinarian. <laughs> You're not a vegetarian. I'm not a. I'm not a veterinarian. Uh, Vikings are like white gorillas. <laughs> what? Well, they're just saying that climate to person ratio is a thing. Vikings are like white gorillas. They sort of are. They're like they're just huge. Like Thor Bjornsson. Yeah, I understand. It's like, is it racist? But it's the right race, so it's not. Offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I said white. Um. Is it racist? But it's no. You said white. It's all good. Climate to person size. uh, Bigger people from come from coldest the coldest climate, and uh, smallest people come from the warmest climate. Okay, interesting. That makes sense. It it does. You just got you have to bulk up to be able to survive, and then that goes to your whole Vikings like versus the pygmies. You know exactly. There are no pygmies living up in Sweden. You said that was such aggression. Different types of people is just as mystery as different types of languages, or maybe not. Um, and then, so this is what he re- the really podcast was about was he's working with a company that's into de extinction. Sort of sounds like Jurassic Park, 
but they're uh, reanimating mammoths. They're putting like all the stuff of a mammoth and whatever they're missing comes from an Indian elephant. But what the resulting offspring is a mammoth. Yeah, that was so interesting. This sounds exactly like Jurassic Park. That's what they did. They mixed the frog DNA with the... With what they got from the with mosquito the dinosaur, from the ember, yeah, and amp. that's that. Listen, they should just listen to Jeff Goldblum. Put the water on top of your hand. Try and guess which way it goes, and shut the fuck up. But he went he went further to say that the mammoths trample snow or something, and that this will help save the planet. You guys don't remember him talking about that? Yeah, they were talking about how it helps the environment somehow, but. Because all the snow where they will walk the tundra reflects and heats up the atmosphere more. They'll tread through I mean, and you, expose you, more soil. I think you would need an awful lot of mammoths I was to just, like, tip the scale I was on that, that one. Too. Like, although, you know what? If you're controlling them and you just have them out there, like I guess. I don't know. So the mammoth will have no natural predator. Is that right? Like, What's going to kill these mammoths? Well, like Joe said, if you want to be a predator, you have to wear a loincloth and have a spear, which I think is such fair play. You got to go there barefoot yeah. and kill it like a caveman. Uh, Simon. I'm sure polar bears, because they're almost, we're having trouble keeping them alive. They yeah, might all of a sudden, polar bears might right? be able to eat the mammoth. I mean, that yep. would be interesting to watch. Mammoths are really fucking big. He said 600. Oh, polar bear are vicious as fuck. 600,000 mammoths is what the goal is. They would initially create them, and then they would start to procreate, and then it would reach a population of 600,000. So maybe that could make a difference. I wonder if they're, like, just putting them out into the jungle with the elephants and, like, the the lady elephants just go crazy for the hairy, the elephants. hairy elephants, you know, that's well, why they want to, he said they're, they're them. being put in a reserve in Siberia. It's so like all the elephants are bald, but these elephants have toupees <gasps> and they're just fucking killing it with the ladies. I don't think their paths will cross. You don't think their paths will cross. Oh, cause they're going to be up in the snow. Yeah. yeah elephants would, don't tend to, sense. elephants don't tend to thrive in Siberia. Sense. So those, Mammoths are just going to get so horny that they're going to like start fucking walruses or something. Well, there'll be other mammoths. I don't get it. I mean, there will be, but I imagine you're going to end up with like the way elephants work, right? The males have to leave the females. I wonder if that's the same with mammoths. It would be like the a, biggest a male thing ever. bull, Matt, for example, mm-hmm. may go out and may find a mate every year. It may go 15, 20 years and never find a mate and just be a bachelor for life. You know, like it's, there are way more females than the males that survive. It would be an ins- inspiration whatever. point like, of X Factor if they do this and it's th- th- successful. What? Would you agree? But don't they need a predator? Like, I don't they have to have a predator? You think just the polar bear is enough? And we're, guys, you like act off. like we're not alive. Like, if, oh, what, if the woolly mammoth? Well, we're not hunting. They're not going to fucking create the woolly mammoth just to hunt. I mean, maybe they will. No, but your point is, like, if they get out of control, what's going to cull the population? Is that it? Us. We will. Yeah, I guess. In helicopters with it's, assault rifles. It's never like, good when uh, things don't have natural enemies well, in the wild. He gets into that and talks about the uh, wombat and the Tasmanian devil. Wombat. Both of them that end up with herpes. Because there's too many of them <laughs> fucking each other and just around. So they need. Is that why so many humans have herpes in the cities? Because they're not just enough wombats. natural predators. 
<laughs> no, because they're just so close to each other and everybody's sharing everything. And not um, enough natural predators. He's excited to take the thylacine and reanimate that and introduce it back into to eat all these. Uh, It'll get the wombats, wombats with control. their STDs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they mentioned something about like, would you? Um, they're like penicillin for the wombats. Yeah. Just going in there. Reanimate the saber-toothed tiger, which would be the baddest thing ever. I think that would be a terrible thing. Well, <laughs> we can hardly handle cougars. I think there's, he asked him about um, the Alaskan Boneyard, but he hasn't talked to him. But there's got to be a big connection there. Mm-hmm. Well, how has Forrest not gone out there? He, I think he said he's going to, but uh, he hadn't. I mean, I guess that guy was that guy pretty was protective. only going to talk to Joe yeah, Rogan. But now so. that they have like a, you know what I mean? Like Joe can be like, this is my guy. Can he take a look? And um, the saber-toothed tiger, I don't know how you know this, had a tooth so sensitive it could find the jugular. Yeah. I, that's a bit of a tall tale. Yeah. Like, were you there? <laughs> how do you know this? But I mean, it is a big tooth. Their tooth is like a magnet for the jugular. It literally it's almost uses- like a, a, a limb, another limb. No. Yes, yes. It's almost like another limb. Yeah. Sorry, we have some technical difficulties. <laughs> Wait, you are, have no what notes? What are the technical difficulties? Yeah, I, I just rebooted out. I oh, have a I power saving plan for the planet. It uh, shuts <laughs> off every 10 minutes. This fucking guy. The Tasmanian devil is such a weird little creature, man. And it's notoriety as the cartoon, more so than it. I mean, I'm sure that's a, the same for a lot of animals. Like, most kids see cartoons of those animals before they ever see, like... I've never seen a Roadrunner. You've never seen a Roadrunner? It doesn't so. look anything like Isn't a Roadrunner a wild that. turkey? Even no, the coyote. it's just a tiny little the coyote bird. coyote doesn't look like the coyote. Yeah, it does, mangy. Does it, though? I mean, kind of. I mean, More than Bugs Bunny definitely looks like a giant, weird, lanky rabbit, I guess. But again, Bugs Bunny really doesn't look like a rabbit. They're small. But like Winnie the Pooh isn't a very accurate bear. A small bear. Yellow? Yeah, I've never, I haven't seen a lot of yellow bears. No, yeah. That's it. Okay, that's enough. No, 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 no. You're back from your technical difficulties? They were talking about the um, woolly mammoths or or that boneyard, like how this happened. And imagine this, if there's hundreds of thousands of animals... And they're just walking to get to where they're going. And then they walk into the tar pit and the first sort of get stuck up in it. But the next animals just plow over them and step on them and crush them into the tar. And the dead animals eventually make a bridge through the tar pit until they all like that. That would sort of how it would happen, right? I don't know. I never thought of it. But I don't think that's how that happened. I think they got stuck in the tar pit and then died in the tar pit. I don't think they like got trampled by each other to then make bridges. But I think if they're moving in a herd, the first so the first would step in the tar pit and there's like, oh, move and then they'd go around or they just push over. I mean, going to around. To have all these bones concentrated in this one area. That's also like how do go, going backwards from we have all the bones in this one area, how that happened. And that makes sense to me. Animals upon animals dying trying to get sure. To this I mean, maybe giant tar pit. Maybe I think most of them probably just got stuck in the tar pits. I mean, animals aren't very bright. Like we're imagining that tar pit being this tiny little thing. Maybe it was all the way. Oh, like a kilometer wide. 
maybe so there was just nowhere to go but into the tar pit. Also, if you're being chased by predators, you end up in the tar pit, you know? I just wonder if an animal's smart enough to see one animal get stuck up in a tar pit and go, I, I don't think I can go that way. It just I think the stampede of death is the most logical explanation. It yeah, you may be right, Um, They were talking about this being an exciting opportunity to get bigger lions. I mean, lions seem big enough to me right now. Again, it's not going down the Jurassic Park road of when is enough enough. Well, I mean, if we keep inventing bigger prey, then yeah, eventually you're going to need bigger lions. But well, Forrest Galante is adamant that we suck at conservation, so maybe it is this. Because <laughs> Joe... Yeah, but Joe's had plenty of people on that disagree with that. Well, I think it's happening on a big scale as we speak. So the jury's out. All the wolves being introduced in places. I think it's good for us to know how to do this because we're so terrible about annihilating creatures. You know what I mean? We're just... To be good to It's good to just have this in our back pocket in case you need it. In case we go a little too far. Well, no, like the bees, no, like the bees is a good example, right? Sure. Like, remember how like two years ago everyone was afraid of like the bee colonies collapsing, and how bees are basically the reason we have food. And yeah, they're you know. So yeah, if you could, if we did, let's say the bee colony collapsed, you're right. It would be good to have that in our back pocket and say, "We're hoping this works." out. And then if we know how to do that, then we're closer to knowing how to do it for us. I mean, it just all seems like probably a good thing. Bring your racist grandfather back. Yeah. Not yours. No, I don't someone's. have a racist grandfather. No. Yours, a, you had a skiing grandfather. We learned I that had, last uh, week. I don't know if anyone's been following it, but the, the one of the key points of the Alaska Boneyard was the bones. There's some bones somewhere in New York City or something. Was that right? Yeah, they, uh, the, guy the spoke museum about it. dumped them into the East River. Yeah, so and they no, started no one's been uh, working to get those? Yeah, they are no, working to get them. There was a bunch of people. Shows what I know. Your notes are lacking. They were talking about how it was, you were all right to kill Buffalo just riding on the train because you'd starve out the First Nations. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. But it is, when you look at those pictures, like, you know, that famous picture of just the mountain of fucking uh, skulls. Buffalo skulls, yeah. This is what I'm saying. We're so bad like that. We're so short sighted. We need to get rid of this group of people. So we'll just kill all the animals to do it. It's good to know how to make a couple more buffalo. Yeah. yeah. How to starve them out. That's what we're going to do. We don't want to fight them. So we'll just. It's crazy. Kill their man. food on a regular basis. It is crazy. And then Joe's whole thing was that they were going to do it themselves anyways. But. They were doing it without firearms, you know? It's crazy to think, too. Like, think about all the regulation you have to do to get on a train to go across the states now. Back then, it was just like, you want to shoot buffalo? Well, <laughs> well uh, Don't we, worry, sir. We, we sell ammo at the bar. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, I think it's what? only recently that things became... Yeah, I get it. I'm like, just, even 40 years ago, you could probably... maybe oh, not you could 40, definitely smoke, maybe probably bang a hooker. Ago, yeah, for sure. Just jump on a train car. Is it... Is it possible that Joe will have his own brand of elk meat? Of elk meat? No, because he wouldn't want... Uh, no. He wouldn't want anyone out there like mass producing. I guess maybe if he had like a bunch of local... No, I, I still don't think... I bet he could have an auction every year for an elk to give out all the meat cut up and if he donated the money to charity. Because Forrest has been fortunate enough to have some of Joe's meat. Pause. Um, <laughs> all the animals clip that yeah. all the animals go for the liver liver's big 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 liver king liver king yeah well i was telling you guys about the great whites last week wasn't i when the uh That's killer whales 
attack the great white sharks. They flip they them over go for the liver. and then only eat the liver. So the liver king's right? No, the liver king is not right. But anyways, go on. Uh, if we stop fishing for eight years, we could return the oceans that's to amazing. the great glory. Well, that's what I've been saying for years. Just shut down fishing. Subsidize yeah, all the people. I've actually heard you out on the streets with signs saying "Stop Years. the fishing." It's true. No, no, no. It's well, I do it under a, a suited. Fish are the problem. <laughs> Prove me wrong. I, 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 I think that's of all this it's under a pseudonym. I call myself Captain Nemo. <laughs> of all the measures to save the planet, I feel this one is the most realistic and worth going after. Is uh, there's no way you could do it. It's he told you himself it accounts for like How 90% of the world's food supply. I love sushi. Um, and it was interesting. He equated uh, monoculture, huge crops of one thing in land is the same as destroying the oceans. So we're, 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 we're killing ourselves on two fronts. Oh, I'm sure more than two, but <laughs> Yes, there are there are other there are other problems here, and uh, finally, um, I didn't realize how small Joe was. He saw a squirrel and thought it was a wolf. (laughs) (laughs) You're an idiot. What a fucking idiot! Oh man, they made a mandate to uh, go and um, see the the mammoths together. Which I don't believe will happen because one of the things I kept screaming in my head in the next episode is Joe asking questions about Egypt. Like it's a million miles away or a gazillion dollars to go there. or Like it's just, you've been there? <laughs> like Joe, you have all the money. You, Actually, you could take a private we'll jet get into there. It. We'll get into and, it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get okay. into it. Uh, rate this one. I, I give it a four. Oh the, my God, the, no. I give it a two and a half. The, no, the first half... You can fast forward through, but the reanimation and I'll give it a three and a half. Three right. seven five. It was good. It was great. Well, I liked Forrest Galante. Also, uh, there's not a lot of movies today, but this is Jurassic Park, and we've done Jurassic Park t- before, but we haven't done Jurassic World. It's the JRE movie game. The time has come again for Matt and Simon to rack the brains together. The movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it costs to make, and how much it made in the box office. Sorry, it's The Lost World. I said Jurassic World. So the it's Lost the, World. Second the second Jurassic Park. The second oh my Jurassic God. Park. Okay, well, that, it's the one where the Tyrannosaurus goes my to like bad. New York City. My bad, my bad, my bad. No, they, the second one is the one with the raptors. Directed by Steven Spielberg. You're right. It's the one with the Raptors. Yeah. This is all before Chris Pratt's into the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mix. This one doesn't have what's his name in it. Jeff Goldblum, Julianne Moore, doesn't have Pete Pauswais, and Elise Howard. Doesn't have Sam Neill in it, exactly. But this was the one with the Raptors, the first appearance of the Velociraptor. No, the Raptors were in the first one. What are you talking about? I don't think they 100% were. A hundred percent they were, Matt. Like, okay. You, I'll bet you $8,000. I'm not going to bet you that, no. <laughs> 
The whole first movie revolves around the raptors. They drop the goat, the cow into the enclosure. They lower it down into the enclosure. That's the T-Rex. No, the T-Rex is the goat on the string. That's um, in Jurassic. Well, they're all... The second one is... Um, I don't even remember it, but yeah, I know, uh, I know it existed. So the what year? This yeah, is, this is very interesting. What year? Jurassic. Okay, 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 okay. I'm ready with a year, just a year. Jurassic World. The Jurassic Park has fallen, and they're going back there, and uh, watch the rest of the movie if you want to know what happens. Simon, I'm ready. I'm fully yeah, ready. I'm coming. Should I'm I tell you what year Jurassic Park came out? No, not until we're both ready with a year. I think I know what year Jurassic Park came out, but I could be wrong. Yes, I would like you to tell me what no, year Jurassic no, Park no, came no, out. No, 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 no. She's spoken up sooner, son. No. You know, how are you not ready yet? What's going on here? Are you hey. carrying the one? Like, just give me a year. I'm going to say. 94. I said 96. Ooh, 1997. You oh. didn't write down 94. You wrote down 93, and then after you said and 94. And then I said 94, so okay, fair I enough. changed on the fly. It you came out 97? 97, what do you have? Mother. And obviously I made the right change on the fly because it brought me closer. Well, this is my fault because Jurassic Park came out in 1993. Yes, yeah, I was right about so that. You said it out loud. Uh, I'm ready with uh, money stuffs. I'm all ready with money stuffs here. This guy, you'd think he'd played the game before. There's a very important point we always must remember. I don't like that you said that. I don't like that one bit. I don't like that I say anything, but I, I just want to interact with you guys. Well, you're giving Simon too much when okay. I've already written my numbers down. I've written my numbers down. Did you write a B there? Do I see a B? No. Okay. Uh, I said it cost $160 million to make, and it made 490.1. I said it cost $89 million to make, and it made 548. Oh, Simon, so close. Budget, $73 million. Wow. I was way the fuck off. Box office, $618.6 million. Mm, way off, but closer. No, but you, I'm surprised you said it because you assume all movies, it's after 2000 that all movies cost $100 million. Before then they were getting up there. My whole thing That's was, my whole thing was like the success of Jurassic Park, I just assumed the studio gave them a blank check. But hey, that's a lot of money back then. Yeah, I get it. You're right. Listen, hey, I'm not always that great at the movie game. Are you leaving, Simon? Okay. No. Well, this this podcast has fallen apart. All right, we're going to take Follow a break. Follow me at Kamar Babar. <laughs> no, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. We're back. Thank you to no one. No, thank you to the Patreons. Always and forever. Yes, that's right. I, I yes, love you guys. Yes, thank you. Um, yes, yes. 1928, the Rashat structure. Never heard of it. Well, they talked about it the last time he was on the show. But... He, in the history of the world, never heard of it. You yeah, don't me either. There's, but you hear about Mount Everest or Stonehenge, Stonehenge, numerous well, places. Mount Everest is about the pyramids. So. 
This is uh, Jimmy Corsetti on for the second time, and he brought his friend Ben uh, Ben Van Kerwick, who's an Australian, who looks like Chumley, but he believes Chumley. <laughs> he believes this is Atlantis. Do you think his name is like Chum Dash Lee? Yeah. I don't think it is. I think it's Chumley, like C H U M L E I G H. No, it's L E E. L E E, but it's one word, I believe. It's you one might word. Be right. Okay. Yeah. Chumley. Yeah, you keep saying it where you pause Chumley. between the Chumley and the Lee. Oh, well, we're getting lost the weeds. Um, <laughs> he believes he's discovered Atlantis. This is a really uh, visually intensive podcast. So I, it's almost detrimental just to listen to it. Oh, well. To my detriment, then. Well, there's just a lot of stuff. I would advise anyone, as Joe did, to watch his video, The Lost Ancient Roman Map. Did you watch that video? You did. Uh, no, I did not. Because? I think I watched the, uh, his video the last time he was on. <laughs> I think he, they've got a newer one, but I could be wrong. You obviously didn't watch it. I would advise you to watch it. It's only 22 minutes long. Do you remember in uh, Breaking Bad when... Um, What's his brother-in-law's name, the bald guy? Hank. Hank. When he finally has the whole case together, he goes, now what if I told you this? And then they dismiss it. He goes, okay, what if I told you this? So he just lays out so much evidence and like questions. I thought he was going to say the Walter White moment where he's in the bathroom, you know? Oh, that's the best. It all comes together for him. Well, it all came together for me watching this uh, video. So you're convinced this is Atlantis? Well, one of them speaks as a theory that Atlantis is actually a time period. Okay. It's not a place, it's a time period. And anything structures from that time period are Atlantis. I got this from the Australian guy, because that's how he looks at more. And there's, there's also some things, if you watch the video above Africa that are now buried islands, but also is someone else thinks is Atlantis. So you have multiple places and... Right. I mean, to me, that would make sense if there was an Atlantean time period. Exactly. Period, That's what we And a lot it. of things they're finding come from that or the bottom parts of certain structures maybe from that time. What he was talking about, though, is... Um, I don't remember who it was. I can't, I just can't remember the name of the per, the the Greek or the Egyptian guy who wrote all the things about Atlantis. Well, he, he references Socrates, Plato. Or, Plato. There you go. So he was talking about a a city that had concentric rings. Like that that was a real that wasn't a time period. That was a place they were looking for, you know? Mm-hmm. But, that's what I'm and and we're dealing with legends upon legends upon legends by possible people that may have lived at Atlantis because that's the coolest thing is the salt deposits. Well, I don't think Plato ever saw Atlantis. I think he was recounting stories. I, from, that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. And and from Plato to our plate, there's a whole because you wow. didn't read Plato's from Plato writings. to our plate. Um. Because in the video, it shows also off the coast, like where water, say, if it came over Africa and came out, there's a huge deposit. Um, you, well, you know, if you if you if you make a um, uh, water 
river at the bottom the sediment all goes uh, eventually when it stops there's sort of a line of whether it be leaves or sand as it dissipates so there's a huge thing there so water at one point huge water they reference the younger Dryas a lot in this mm-hmm. in that so much water he said the ground would become like quicksand so like it's mud tar pits so if there's any crazy technology it's not even a question as why they didn't find it because it it's not to be found. It, it it's like the world. Everything was destroyed. Everything's through this been destroyed. The whole world's we, been churned up. And we turned have no down. record of that in our modern thinking because we haven't lived through a global impact in a long time, right? Like it's been 13,000 years since that happened. And we don't have recorded writings and shit from 13,000 years ago. And basically there's nowhere to hide if it, that happens. Well, that, and that just goes to show you even more. So if we have some remnants, even if it's just like, um, the very bottom layer of the pyramids, let's say, you know what I mean? That gets left over from after a global cataclysm that started these mass floods and shit. Like when he's talking about water, you're, you're talking about a mass amount of water, like more than we've ever seen before, more than the oceans, you know, like, I don't know that that would totally make sense that you would have virtually nothing left by the end of that. And it would make sense because all these structures built at the same time are built like with hexagonal carved stones. Not, not always. They go through one, one in Japan, one in uneven shapes. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know why you're saying hexagonal stones. Oh, that's what they refer to it as. Uh, no, I think you have the octagonal. Wrong Anyways, let's not get caught up in that. But if you can imagine blocks just on top of blocks, if water hits that, eventually it'll put. But if they're even in more, it's more structure. Like it becomes like a dovetail on a on a log cabin. It so adds no matter more what happens, this is not moving, knowing that something happened. I mean, that could be one reason. The other could be because. Uh, you just had a lot of different shaped stones you were harvesting from the ground, and then, you know, you're doing the least amount of work possible, and then just jank or tetrising them all together. Sorry, my point earlier was you get left with whatever the very base layer of the pyramids. Imagine how massive those structures would have been when they were actually created. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like how we only see 5% of Gobekli Tepe. And that's a huge deal. It's like bigger than, you know, Stonehenge. And yet everything else is... Discovered in the 90s. Underneath the Let's sand. not forget that as well. What, Gobekli Tepe? What does that have to do with anything? Well, we may have listened to the guy who's put together... He's found Atlantis. Yeah. I... I and look, we didn't think the city of Troy really existed. Forever they said, no, Troy was just a story. And blah. And then they found evidence of the city of Troy, like that place existed. So then if that existed and they said that was a lie, and then they also tell you that dragons are a lie, what are we to believe? I'm being serious here. Don't forget, take dragons out of yeah, it. Whatever. stretch on the last one. My point. Okay. I don't think it is, though. But hold on. So is the point. We found Gobekli Tepe. What have we done with it? 
uh, we're we're still marveling. The biggest thing we're I'll, still no, mar- we've done nothing with. Okay, it, so is the so answer. again, if they find Atlantis and they find proof of it, what is to come of that? Like my question is like, it, if they it, prove Atlantis is there, what hard on does that give you? Well, I mean, if they discover Atlantis, they figure out that Atlantis is a real place, you can at least, if nothing else, go back to some of the old writings and look at them with new eyes because these are no longer okay, fables. Sure, but yeah. what can we a- extract from that, you know, I guess? What he's saying, though, is there's no... Supp- it's in uh, Mauritia, it is now called. That's the country it is. Okay. I'm, I'm butchering it, I apologize. I don't and know it, it was, at one point... 13, 1300, possibly, the richest man in the world. Mansa Musa. Mansa Musa. You've heard of him? Yeah. So he was the richest man in the world living right in this. It's There's just, this is what this guy does. Sort of like zeitgeist like this, this, this. So I can see how it pushes you, but it's super interesting. I get your pushback is like, what can we learn from this? I don't know. Push, I just, no, no. I just wanted to know because like Simon seemed, you know, it's like, I just want to know, because I get it. You feel like it's been like a press, like the lost city of Atlantis. But like, like Gobekli Tepe, if they find it, you know, without, I don't know. I guess that it helps put a little piece of a, a historical puzzle in place, I guess. Gobekli Tepe right now did nothing. It didn't teach us like a new way of building per se. What it did was it set the clock back or the, right? We could now push that. 100% from 5,000 years to 11,000 years. And it, and that's just with that one, okay? I, so the next one they find, maybe that pushes it back. My point, though, is like, you know, the Graham Hancocks to Randall Carlson's, like, I get that their whole thing is like they've been shunned by the mainstream. But, like, for people that haven't been shunned by the mainstream, I just like, what? let's say you push it back 50,000 more years. If it doesn't give us anything tangible as far as, like, helping us Okay, so um, well, may- the Saharan and these areas are barren of supplies. Mm-hmm. You would have to build a city, like with fuel and water, to actually like hunker down and in a year figure out what we're dealing with here. Because what is it like? Fifteen percent of Gobekli Tepe is actually exposed. Five percent. Yeah, it would take a ton of money. I get it. Yeah, and the resources. So maybe we haven't learned what you need to learn because we haven't searched enough. The biggest thing I say, and I was talking to a Mason at the show on uh, Wednesday about this. He had gone to Mexico. And it's so important to understand, like huge carvings and granite stones and stuff is not just decorative. There's no, whatever it took. And, And that's the other point. These guys are saying, the experts are saying they took stones and hit this granite. Yeah, like the scoop. And, and and made these carvings yeah. just to make it look like it's, there's a design and um, the cuts can't be explained. So if it's some sort of sonic solution. But this is my thing is like, Simon, you would have it be aliens most of the time, right? No, I don't think it was. I think it was probably people in a, in this Atlantean time that were very advanced and they probably had some sonic, like he's saying, drill system and a way to move stones that were levitating. Like these people were us, but they were able to do things that we can't do. Those things could help us now, Matt. If we could learn how to levitate things, that would be very handy information to have. 
Sure, but think about that thing they found in the sea that's like some, what the fucking clock or whatever that's super old that they yeah. had no, you know what I mean? They learned nothing from that. They have no idea how it works or why. So my point is, is like, sure, we might, on that one, we it, might have something, a levitation system sitting in a museum somewhere. Yeah, just, perfect. And if we find some tech somewhere, <laughs> yeah, perfect, uh, a pyramid and on the walls, it tells you how to operate okay, the sure, wand. Yeah. Like, yeah. the. And from what I understand, the story of Atlantis is like an Egyptian legend. The Egyptians talked about this well, cr- crazy they, civilization of Atlantis. It, it, to try to wrap your head about how, what well, we do not know about the Egyptians, whether that's, because I always have trouble thinking that it was something and then another civilization came in and just used it with no... When a civilization that's so advanced like uh, we consider Egypt to be for its time, mm-hmm. when they're talking about another group of people or another time that was way more advanced than they were, that's something to at least, you know, take note of. Like, I get it. They could have just been telling stories. Usually when we tell stories, they come from uh, some point of fact. Reference. So maybe they weren't... Um, Maybe they weren't the gods that people like made them out to be just a part of the world that was, you know, had come into to knowledge long before the Egyptians did. Sure. And I would argue, I hate to say it, but in the basement of the Catholic church, there could be Kamar connectors in or the Vatican. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That's well, what he's, he's talking. He said about. the vacant. Sorry, he said the, the basement which, of the which, Catholic which Church. Which one? But in the, I swear to God, like, yeah, there probably is a lot of shit down. If there. we know anything about media and suppression of information and controlled messaging, if the the, li- fir- the first event, it would be the Catholic Church. If the Library of Alexandria really burnt, but was looted first, all that stuff probably ended up in the Vatican Library, or just <laughs> probably, or crushed to time. You know, like. Ooh, crushed to time, Simon. Like his dust? But when you look, Kamar, and I know you must have seen this on his little uh, show there. Wow. Um, when you look at some of the stones and the way that they're cut all in uniform, like uh, the H stones at, um, did you see those? Yep. They showed you those H yep. stones? I can't remember where the place is. Um, Doesn't matter. Anyways, they're all done exact. Like if those aren't cut with, some sort of better than machine. the machines we have today. If they're, I like it's crazy, they're exactly, exactly the same and cut into these perfect 90 degree angles. And they have stones that have perfect circles cut out of them. And, and you expect that that somebody was in there with a chisel? Like, how do you even get the chisel in there? I mean, it's crazy. Sometimes they, they have L grooves where it's like. It, you, there's no way you could like, put look, you could put the stone in. Simon, again, I would be more inclined to believe it's from not of this world than I am to believe it was some ancient really? civilization. Yeah, really, you're yeah. more likely to believe that that's aliens than it is our own people. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so weird. Oh Puma Punku, that's where they are. And look at these stones. I've seen them. Have you? Yeah. What about the um, vases made out of granite? Yeah. Again, seems more likely to be. You know, uh, yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's incredible. 
It's incredible. And like this one, Kumar, the top one there with all the concentric squares. like. And someone didn't do that just because they were bored and thought it looked cool. No, that was... That must have had something to do with the building process. I mean, the ancient alien people would have you believe that they were like um, stones, Kamar. If you turn them all the other way so that they're all in front of each other, it would make like a track system that uh, maybe a rocket ship could take off from or who knows. Um, Well, that you would like that, Matt, because apparently you don't believe that human beings can do anything. No, I didn't say that. Look at how far we've come. And another thing he mentioned. I know. Okay, just hold on two secs, okay? So in 10,000 years, Mm -hmm. this is how far we've come. I understand the argument. He's saying these people could have lived 50,000 years and gone far beyond us. Sure, or at least 10,000 years. Like, and we know that the Younger Dryas happened. Mm -hmm. I just, why, why, I, I don't know. Why are we the peak? Why couldn't we just be a blip? I'm not saying we're the peak. Well, you are saying we're the peak because you're saying that we're the smartest that people have ever been, right? Listen, no, I'm saying that's possible too. But what I'm saying to you is that people that want to spend their lives searching for this are probably going to come up empty handed other than like this, like let's say you find Gobekli Tepe. Again, no one's willing to dump the money into digging it up and no one's willing. And we probably don't have... If it was as advanced as you're talking about, we, there's no way we're thousands of years away from being able to figure it out anyway, right? All the experts in this field have been lying to themselves since the invention of the art of doing this. And they argued that they're having the wrong experts look at some of this stuff, that they need physicists, other people not in the discipline of um, okay. archaeology and how old something is, but how could this have been done? And I'm not necessarily saying that they were further than us. They might have not gotten as far as we did. How so? Well, they figured out how to cut things within like a hundredth of a of an of a millimeter. Yeah, that's probably quite beyond us. Correct? We don't have that capability now, really. Well, but we have the internet, and they probably didn't. So I guess it just depends on how you look at it. You know what I mean? What was important? But couldn't you argue they did have the internet? Like, just because they're cutting stones, like... Yeah, I mean, maybe like, they did listen, have the internet. if we get wiped out by some sort of cataclysmic thing Nobody tomorrow, there'll be no proof yeah. of the internet, right? No, like there'll that, be no proof of nothing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, get buried we'll, and... Yeah. We'll get to that. Well, we can do that. No, right no, now. that's very true. They could have had the internet. Listen, dinosaurs could have had subways. Like, we... <laughs> well, we're back to this. Well, we are. Sure, okay, We yes. are because we find bones of dinosaurs... We assume this is what all the dinosaurs were like. Maybe we're only finding their pets and the dinosaurs were actually like reptilian creatures that were much like us, but cold blooded. And there is no remnant of them that remains after all this time. How big would those turnstiles be? eh? Unbelievable. They would be pretty big, big tunnels anyways. I mean, I guess my question would be this, like we don't, you know, like the tunnels we've built now for subways, how long do you think those would last? Um, I don't know. I, I really have for, no idea. How forever. Things, underground, I think, think things would last a long time, yeah. Hmm. A lot longer than things well, that are on top of them. No, I just, I'm, 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 I'm genuinely curious. that tunnel. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But like, you know, like take Russia, for example. Like Moscow has one of the craziest subway systems ever. So if like, if you're just flooded, like a hundred... 300 feet of water, you know what I mean? And then 50,000 years from now, 
we've rebuilt again to would they find like I mean, if you were really smart, if you were a smart city planner, let's mm-hmm. say, yeah. when you were building these subways in the first place, you would look for things that already existed that you didn't have to dig, maybe natural caves or natural tunnels or whatever the case was, right? Like, that's how you would do it. You, When you're building a highway, mm-hmm. you try not to... Um, blast through as many like as many mountains as you can you work with you know i'm just saying like right now on earth there has to be a few bunkers that will probably survive indefinitely would you agree or disagree and that they probably have some information stored in them and yes, why yes. why uh, the bunkers we find don't have information no we do find, like again if you use the pyramids there's there's etches on the wall right you would consider that to be i guess at the time yes how they would totally, pass on totally that whereas could be now we would just have like books or documents or uh a, like a flash drive is almost the most useless thing in the world to leave in there right because if, if you don't some, have a computer if it's some future civilization you know yeah you what am i going to do with this i mean i guess at the end of the day if you figured out data in the same way we have, then you it's all just ones and zeros, right? Someone has a bunker with gasoline for a hundred years with all this stuff. You can guarantee someone has that. Oh, I know someone and, has. And, and I'm saying not a hundred. What I'm saying is like, frame. I'm not saying a hundred. No, what uh, I'm saying is like 10,000 years. You're saying like, like, like how long do things last underground? That's, that is an interesting, um, like if you built a bunker, like a today, steel bunker, that's steel what I'm bunker saying. underground. Yeah. What is the forever. lifespan of that thing? Forever un- until the, Earth experienced a cataclysmic incident that made the whole thing jello. But even then, do you, because Simon, that's my question. Like, let's say it's made of steel. Will, will the steel not rust away after a certain amount of time? I mean, I have no not idea. If it's treated. Underground, I don't know how much water hits it. I don't, like, I have no idea. This is one of those maybe true there moments are where just, you get to see how dumb we are. Maybe there are bunkers everywhere from ancient time. And, you know, we're finding only the tip of the iceberg. They built a, yeah, that's possible they too, built yeah. a bunker that went all the way down to a underground river yeah, to the, survive some The, the caves they saw. Yeah, the caves they found. That so were, that's, yeah. that's, evidence, that's enough time for what our purpose is. I would argue, though, you may want to get enough technology on another planet so you could be there when it happens and then come back. Once the cataclysmic event has settled. Easy there, Elon Musk. Is that interesting? No, no. Repeat that. Sorry. What he's saying is Elon, he thinks Elon knows what the jig is. And that's why Elon is trying to send people to Mars. Because Elon wants to go to Mars when this cataclysmic event happens. And then weather the storm, so to speak. And come back. Up there. And then come back as the king. Because the first thing I was thinking, you have, even though everything on Earth is destroyed as we know it, there still be a bunch of satellites, but then there's nothing for them to connect to on Earth. Like, because they're saying blasted back to Stone Age times, us, if we survived. Well, he was saying the poles are due to move. They're 78,000 years overdue, is what I believe he said. I mean, listen, all the billionaires are working on space travel. They're all, they all have their hand in that. So, by that reasoning, if they do really do know what the cataclysmic climate is for the future that would make sense that they were you know all getting ready to or had a way to leave i still think the most feasible way is going underground like a like a bunker like we're suggesting like the defum bunker i'm sure that would last forever i mean isn't wouldn't it be easier to make an underground city than it would be to go to mars well i uh, mar sorry no no i just real quick 
Have you ever been to the Diefen Bunker? Yeah. Did you? I got a feeling as soon as I got down there of like I wouldn't last. I wouldn't last twenty days in there. What about Wi? Well, no Wi Fi. What about the No, of course no Wi. No, forget any of that. There's no like just the even the even just if you being could watch down football. There, yeah. Oh no no. Even if you could watch you, football, you could decorate hilarious. something that you would. Okay. No, it felt. I don't think there's going to be football anymore if you're yeah, living I, in a I, fucking bunker. I, yeah. No, no, but I'm just. He's like saying they're still running the NFL up in the in the nuclear fallout. He's saying if you want a million dollars to live in there for a year, he couldn't do it. Oh, I see. Oh, definitely, I could not. Wouldn't I even see, try. I see. What wouldn't you're even saying. try. Like a if Mister for a million. Like no, you're saying if Mister Beast comes to Ottawa and is like, "I'll give you a million dollars for the year in the Devon bunker," no fucking shot i i can tell you from the bottom of my heart i wouldn't even try because i wouldn't last longer than a month if we have to live in a world is this what you're saying where we're trapped like underground or something that's just not you don't want to be part of that i'm not listen in the cave that goes to the river that might be a different scenario what i'm saying is in the defen bunker specifically and again if you read into the history of it it only had enough supplies for enough for the people there for 30 days so it's like a Kind of a death bunker in its own way, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I could live in a bunker indefinitely. Like no. if you said to me, Simon, there's going to be nuclear war. Everybody has to go live in a submarine under the ocean. I would just be like, Yeah, I'm like Charlie. Nice trip. I'm like Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Charlie's there in the road. I'm just what walking have, out what into if the dark. I have no interest in no. being in a submarine, like. That you know, if that's what living is, I'm. What if I'm the out. bunker yeah. is fitted with a spa, a gym? That's pool. different. That might be different. Everything sort of. I mean, listen, you do make a good point. The, the Defen bunker was built in like the '60s, if and it has that, that gross '60s vibe. Like if they built a modern 2023 bunker. Yeah, we're getting lost in the weeds because I was just Sorry, using my apologies. It quickly. Yeah. As no, an I really would like to know though. Um, how is going to space like? Do they think that the whole world is just going to be gone? Well, I asked Because if Chad. not, let's go underground. What are we doing? Everybody should be... No, but I just told you, he, this guy, this guy, and he thinks Elon thinks this too, this guy thinks that the poles are 78,000 years overdue to shift, yeah. which they made a Jake Gyllenhaal movie about. So is that sure. going to affect like the subterranean Earth? Isn't that just going to change like where the water is up here? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it would changing the poles would cause like mass tsunamis and shit. Climate change. But if you're underground, isn't aren't you good? I don't know. Well, the, Sorry, go ahead. This is what I've been trying to get to. Um, the highest point is um, Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Yeah, it's five point four miles high. Yeah. The deepest hole, Mariana's Trench. No, oh, even deeper is the one I told you in Russia, which is uh, oh the deepest hole. I see twelve kilometers. Deep, okay, seven point six miles. Okay, okay. So it's, the, the, it's so sorry. How high was Everest? How many five miles? miles? Five miles. Five so and two, seven. Seven point two miles deeper than Everest. Okay, so we we can't exist past that for sure. Because it's hot down there. And so you got to bring it up. I don't know. But we exist within like a 10 mile. No matter how it, the circumference is, the actual part of the world we, we can survive in is only about 10 miles. Sorry, are you saying that like... Yeah, but we're really small. 10 miles is pretty fucking At big. the bottom of that hole... It's too hot. It's too hot. Drill bits melt. Really? Yes. And as, as you go down, it gets warmer. 
That checks out. Sounds about right. F- seven miles down, Simon? Seven well, miles? How far is the center of the earth? Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> how many miles till the center of the earth? I put it in the well, chat GPT do, if, and I broke. If you know, Because no one knows. If you know the circumference of the earth, you can work it out. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then it's just pi times r squared. Well, you just do that backwards. How do you define what the center is? The crust, the mantle, what layers are there? Middle earth that we've discussed before could be in, in that mix too. He's going to get an answer. The core is found about 2,900 kilometers or Holy 1,800 fuck. miles. And we can go 12. We can go 12. 12 miles? 1,800 miles. Well, that doesn't no, seem not 12, right. Seven. Are you sure that's right? Yes, because I, I did my research to do this episode. So I'm just saying that's the only uh, area we can exist in. Kay. Maybe space is. But it, the next frontier. What, if you. No, that's what he's saying. Maybe space is the next frontier, the next place we should be going. I'm obviously not laughing <laughs> at what he's saying, you fucking dickhead. Both are probably unfeasible. Both what? Going to space and going to the center of the earth? Or whatever, they're, if they're in the middle of building right now. Well, how far do, how far down do you think you need to go to like be safe from whatever's happening up top? Be safe from where the water is no longer soaking the whole planet that it just becomes quicksand? Well, I know you can't go more than seven miles. So it'd have to be three miles deep, which makes sense. There's some mines that are like that. For sure in the world. It, it's happened. And those spaces are either quarries that have been filled up with water are still there. Quarries. And they're in crazy stone. So old quarries would probably be the safest place to build one of those things. I'm sure. My point is I'm sure it exists. But I'm sure there's two levels of billionaire. One thing I'm going under. Yeah. And keeping oh, this. Oh, no. There are definitely. And I'm going up there. Will you burn? Then I'm coming back. ChatGBT contends both are unfeasible because it's in that, be ten thousand years you'd have to wait to come up. Or, in that prepper show, yeah, uh, they have people who have like retrofitted giant uh, World War II fallout shelter things that they built under, like huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's possible having the infrastructure now. Like back then, if you were having to dig out those, um caves by hand yeah that would have been difficult i imagine if you weren't prepared yeah but you know if you're just reclaiming and maybe that's what they did too right like we assume that they dug the all those underground cities in turkey there you know where near gobekli tepe maybe those already existed like somebody had dug those out a long long time ago maybe they were natural and they just dug to the river right well that could be possible too. too um like i said if you were putting a subway system in, you would try and find as many like already existing tunnels as possible to save yourself the digging. Yeah. We have an agreement. Um, yeah, sure. I'm not going to hit it. No, I don't want you to. So one I of the things I love about um, Jimmy Corsetti is he is definitely a conspiracy theorist. So that's like fresh, a breath of fresh air to get back on Joe. In an area, yeah. That well, the fact that um, Graham Hancock thing is being called racist is a uh, a flag to me. With I don't. Why is what you it hear. being called racist? Uh, I know why they call ancient aliens racist. Like it's I know white why supremacists Matt was to, racist, to say these things. I don't know because it's the only way. It's the only way to discredit it. 
because they, they can't come back with science or on evidence. Ancient aliens, they say, is racist because they're saying aliens had to come down and do all these amazing from and build Africans. the pyramids. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it couldn't possibly be these people of color mm-hmm. who lived there at the time, kind of like what you're saying. And what us, uh, the non-racists, are championing, championing is that you know, humans. Yeah. If your argument is Jews built the pyramids, I have a real problem with that for sure. No fucking, no shot. Anyways, um, it could be, and this is probably likely that aliens had come down at some point, given somebody some information, taught them how to use something, taught them something about themselves. And they then passed that information down to their people. And that's how the great builders were found. Tie that up with a nice little bow. (laughs) Send it to your grandma. Well, and so Joe is talking about in the world like hard drives. Like, what would you keep information on? But maybe these temples are hard drives, and we just haven't figured out how to access it yet. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's possible. The Georgia too, right? Guidestones. But that's what, hold on. Sorry, just that. I no. Go ahead, Kamar. I'm sorry. No, no. It's I was just gonna, this way. I was going to say that's what I was saying earlier, Simon. About like just because we find these places doesn't mean. That we have un- that we can understand how to unlock them yet. It Definitely. doesn't, and it doesn't mean it's not a big thing. Like finding them is great. Well, you have it, to find them before you unlock. Of them. Of course, but my point is, is until I don't think in our lifetime, like the things these guys are getting excited about, the Graham Hancock. They again, I'll say it: the Graham Hancocks and the Random Carlsons are probably right, and they just want to be proved right because their whole careers have been smeared by assholes. But they're not going to live long enough to see the fruits of their labor. If you get what I'm, neither, I mean, maybe. Let me give you an example, okay? Because this okay. is exactly what you're saying. Sure. The pyramids, the Great Pyramids of Giza. Yep. The King's Pyramid, or the Queen's Pyramid, I think it is, has that weird shaft in it. Nobody knows what it's for. They find deposits of mercury or something. They think it may have been. Some of the ideas out there is that the pyramids were giant power generators. They weren't for people to go in and pray. You could go in there because you would have to do maintenance and stuff. But really, those pyramids in the middle of the city, coated with their brightly shined whatever, were powering some uh, source of energy in Egypt, okay? Mm -hmm. If that is the case, Mm -hmm. and we're able to find out Mm -hmm. how they did that, that may greatly help us. We could then... If they were doing that, if they were running batteries without having cobalt, I mean, maybe they did have cobalt. I agree with you. But what I'm saying is more likely than not, again, I'm a gambling man, more likely than not in Graham Hancock's lifetime, the only thing he'll get and probably won't in his lifetime, it'll probably be like five years after he dies, will be a you were right about the younger Dryas and that. But what I mean is we in our lifetime probably won't even get to see if they figure any of this shit out. Sure. And it's unfortunate. I'm just saying, but it doesn't mean, listen, this is how history you, but, and this is how civilization advances. I get it. I understand that. But you can, you have to be concerned with what you can do now. You can't be concerned with what your work is going to. I understand. My point was simply like we found, Kamar said it, we found Gobekli Tepe in the nineties. Yeah. Okay. It's now 30. Yeah. Some odd years later. We're also super shitty right now as a people. Mm-hmm. Our our priorities are in the wrong place. I might agree. There's with that, plenty yeah. of money on this planet that will go unused for ever. Sure. Right? I just hear me up. That money could go to find out about Gobekli. Also, Turkey may not want 
to take the money from those people to sure. do it. Like these are all problems because humans suck. I you agree. Know? Right now in our, the way we are, we're more concerned about like not letting somebody else have information than we are about maybe progressing the world. I bet you could walk in there with a <clears throat> fire hose and uncover another 10% if you want to get serious. Ever since the fucking the Alaskan hose, guy, yeah. ever since the Alaskan guy. I don't guy think that's how they do stone, it with it, the stone. If it's this stone that's so hard to cut, water is not going to be a problem. Oh, water at a huge pressure can probably cut stone. <laughs> oh, did we just figure <laughs> we, out how they made the pyramids? We just figured it out without trying. Um, younger Dryas uh, erased everything. They said it, it happened in a week, like seven days. The whole world flooded and crashed and That's burned. crazy. Crazy. Eh? Um, that's what they say. Yeah, of course. The Georgia Guidestones, though, were, there was a terrorist attack on them and no one cares. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> that is very interesting. Must have been Klaus Imagine Trump. a bomb blown up anywhere in North America. Imagine they had blown, somebody had blown up Mount Rushmore. One of the faces on Mount Rushmore. People oh, want to. Big a deal that would have been. It'd be news for months. Months. Months and months. It and is months. very interesting that that was completely ignored. And it should be a ruin of sorts now, but they just actually swept up the whole thing. Of yeah. Isn't movements. that interesting that they don't even leave any remnant of it? Like, shouldn't it be like the Parthenon and people can go visit what used to be the Georgia Guidestones? I'm ignorant to what was on those Georgia Guidestones. So it wouldn't have been. That's not right, Kamar. They don't leave the ruins. That's silly. They rebuild something on top of it. The ruins come from a time where there was nobody left to repair them. Um, Twin Towers. Twin Towers come down. They rebuild something on top of it. Mm -hmm. And on the same footprint, maybe because it's a special place. Who fucking knows? They don't leave it as a ruin. We don't do that anymore unless we find like an ancient ruin. Well, Detroit, yeah. Good one, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Just one example, but... No, I get what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like a, a modern ruin, there is no such thing. They get rid of it and they build something else. Yeah. The only thing we don't build on top of anymore is ancient things. Do you think everything would change if Elon was a big proponent of Bigfoot? Or would it just ruin you? Listen, Ooh. if Elon loved Bigfoot, I, I would definitely have to take another Ooh. look at that guy okay. wow. from a different so angle. How about this? No, no, let's back this up. Let's say Elon Musk tweets tomorrow that he is personally donating $5 billion into the search for Bigfoot. What then? Then I'm an Elon guy. Okay. Wow. Okay. That, well, that quick, huh? No bar. Wow. No bar. Wow. He's doing God's work. Like, it's the most important discovery we can make. Is Bigfoot. And I his cloaking. Think, I think so. The coolest thing, they, you, you guys listen, they played the clip of him on Full Send. And he said the earth has been extremely tropical at times and the earth has been a snowball at times in a sort of whimsical way. And I would argue that what made <laughs> Elon sort of smart is way. not that he was worried about the planet dying. He just said people are scared of the planet dying and they think I'm going to be saving the planet. But I know the planet is doing what it's doing on, on a higher scale. Like It's not altruism. He's just capitalizing on fear that's generated by climate crisis. So... If that makes him seem a little bit more human. Here's what I was thinking, okay? Here's why I don't buy that, though. He would just create a Tesla that goes off gas, if that were the case. No, he has to run it on... The, the whole facade it, is yeah, being environmentally If he's friendly. running it on gas, then why well, is, is anybody buying is. his car? Okay. He, 
the 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 charge stations are still coal or whatever. We know that. Yeah, he it's knows all the, a facade. The diffusion of responsibility is far enough, but it's making him money. Yeah, I do it. And he sells his he sells his green credits to companies that are terrible. And if you found out I was making cars but didn't really believe what I was doing and making billions of dollars, you were like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm like, that's all right. <laughs> I know really, you. Yeah. I'd really be all right with First that. First of all, you wouldn't be speaking to me anyway, so no problem. So there was a discussion of these chaotic events. Survival yeah. After. Oh, by the way, I've decided I'm now a climate denier. Yeah. I told you I changed Welcome two aboard. weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah you guys are cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It, well, it's sort of boring for me, but maybe so I'll you switch. deny you deny that there's a climate period. Yes, I don't believe in climate. Yeah, sorry. What did you think I meant? I just wanted to clarify yeah, for the listeners. I don't believe in climate. Yeah, doesn't exist at all. I don't period. want to talk about it. I don't care about it. It doesn't exist. If, Always a balmy twenty in Simon's the, world. No, what I was going to say, I'm sorry, Kamar, is that we should be much more concerned about um, the things we know we are doing than the things we think we may be doing like um, burning up the ozone layer or whatever the fuck. Those are things that may happen or the world may already fluctuate in heat. We don't know. Like could we could be aiding towards it. We could be not making a goddamn lick of a difference. We 1000% know we're killing our oceans. We 1000% know we're chopping down trees that'll never regrow. Like these are things we Kamar planted 200,000 trees. These are things we know when they're talking about climate, that's where people should be. That's where all our effort should be going. Oceans is what you mean by climate. Oceans, jungles, animals, all that shit. It should have nothing to do with um, carbon credits. I can get okay. behind that. Um, it, they should be crocodile credits, you know? Yeah. Save a forest credit. Sure, whatever the fuck. That's where the company should have to put all their money into. And it should be in preservation. And, I mean, the oceans is just a disaster, right? Like Clearly, yeah. Clearly a disaster. We have literally used that as like a garbage dump. Well, I mean, I've been driving all my car batteries out to the ocean for my whole life. Yeah, you just put them in the boat and then dump no them boat. in the I middle of the lake. On, I just put them on the shore. <laughs> just toss them in there. If any power that be knew there was impending doom, they would not tell the general public. Most likely not. And if you knew that the whole thing is going to blow up, you would run the economy like it's been running. <laughs> <laughs> With reckless it's, abandon. It's never going to get paid yeah. for. Just debt upon it. They're fighting on the debt ceiling now. I don't want to talk about that. But You'd have to know for sure, though. Yep. Right? We, yep. We're in agreement? Okay. I mean... It it would explain how fucking loosey goosey they are with kind of everything. Everything matters, but nothing really matters. Like we just got to make it through till the cataclysm twenty twenty. And then you know what they say? They say, "Well, you guys didn't fucking recycle enough, so here we are." <laughs> oh, and by the way, <laughs> we're leaving. <laughs> So <laughs> exactly. So so. Anyways, it it all ties in because the WF has been going on. But we'll do that more in the post, Joe. If you survived in some area that wasn't completely destroyed, you need ammunition. Yeah, like a, lot a lot of, of bullets. Ammo. You don't realize how many bullets. I was listening to the thing today that they fire sixty six thousand rounds a day Russia into Ukraine for the last year. That that's what they've been doing. 
from bullets to That's large missiles. Nuts. It's I, nuts. I like when they were talking about having a lot of bullets and the guy's like, yeah, I mean, you're going to use this many in your practice rounds. I'm like, you know, in the apocalypse, you tone it down a little bit when dirt, you're yeah. having to like eat through your gun, you're probably not going to be practicing too much, you know, you unless you can like retrieve those bullets. It's true. Well, you can't retrieve a bullet. Well, I, I know. That's know. why people use arrows. You could maybe use blanks. So you need blank ammunition just well, to can stay you use sharp. What, what are you blanking? Like, I'm going to hear the noise and know I did a good you job. You want to stay sharp with your rifle. You just have it all but there. For the sound? What are you talking about? I, I a think blank it, doesn't I, hit I, the for, target. For a loading, are we like filming action movies Let's get off the or guns. something? Let's get off the guns. You. I highly suggest you check if there's live rounds in there first. You heard what happened to Alec Baldwin. <laughs> oh my need, God, he's getting charged. I you know. need... Um, I'm current matt post joe my jokes are current you would need that you need landmines what do we need landmines for if you survived you'd be comfortable if you had some landmines to protect some sort of your your flank or whatnot like to keep looters out are you talking about people that have already eaten everyone in the city coming to the place yeah yeah Yeah, so you want to have landmines okay or like a tremors type scenario where there's a giant radioactive worm tunneling through the earth you know yeah. Landmines help yeah, there too, I, mean, I assume, for sure. right? To kill the worm? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Are you riding the worm, like in a Beetlejuice type I scenario where you harness <laughs> the worm? Back to... Um, it's a reality. Ancient <laughs> structures. Yeah. Um, the mountains, some of the stones have been carved out of mountains that are a thousand miles away. Don't you think figuring out how that was done is interesting information? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but my point, Kamar, is like, when did they find the pyramids? We've been working on figuring that out for 60 years, and it doesn't feel like we're any closer. Well, That's I, my would ar- point. I would argue they adopted a lie, decided we're all going to build books on this lie. Fair enough. This is a story going forward. And the big question Gra- is Graham, this is what I want to say. Graham Hancock has worked by inspiring these guys and other people. Like, he beat the clock. The big question is <laughs> did the people who wrote the story, are they. Did they know the true story and decide to tell you a lie or was just they were dumb and this is the best that they could muster. And now that we're smarter and we know, you, you know what I'm saying? I would say uh, suppression by the Catholic Church. Again. That probably makes more sense if it has something to do with like the power of yourself and maybe drugs or something. Who fucking knows what they tried to suppress? stop it here? This is what you're going to tell them. Yeah. And we do not cut off your head. We cannot have them knowing that they're able to fly. If they know they can fly, they're never going to give us money anymore. Like, I guess that's the rationale. Yeah. Imagine there was a, like, dude, imagine that. Imagine back in 15,000 years ago, people were just flying around. They knew how to do it. It's a wild world. It's like my dream where. Well, you, not flying though, because if it, what it, what do you mean by flying? Like themselves or they have some sort of apparatus? No, I mean like... Like I can just fly whenever there, I want? There's a way... But then if during the cataclysm, wouldn't everyone fly away? I mean, yeah, I guess. Or maybe the waves were so high that they... Okay, no, I'm, I was asking I a legitimate know. question. Because yeah, if you know. can fly, flying would be the obvious, I mean, right? flying like, would be pretty sweet. But you can't fly to space, so I don't know. No, but if you can like hover indefinitely, like you said, you could wait the seven days. Please. Maybe that's how we're still around. Yeah, I mean, after the seven days, I think the world was like uninhabitable. Uninhabitable, yeah. I would assume I would assume that as well. But I'm just so saying, even if you could fly, you wouldn't be able to land anywhere because everything was. Watering. But again, if it's uninhabitable, how do we come back 
and become us well, again. Some people would have survived in places where it was habitable underground, probably. But again, okay, sure. But these flying people could have flown to those habitable places. Yeah, I mean, maybe those were the people who survived. That's the, only the point ones I just made fly. was the flyers. Well, but maybe not everybody flew, Matt. Maybe it was only one group of people who knew how to fly. Mm-hmm. Maybe only the Atlantans only the Jews. knew how to fly. Well, maybe the Jews. Maybe that's how they got over the Red Sea. The I mean, long lost art of Jew flight. Yeah. Look, Anything's I don't. Possible. Maybe they used dragons. I mean, maybe they did. They talked about an interesting thing as far as we, when we talk about these historical things, who knows what happened is 10,000 years ago, but there is the Russian Thunderstone, which is the biggest stone ever moved by humans yeah. to date in verifiable- 250 meters a day or some Time, shit? if that, or it's sort of murky about how they did it, which is, it's such a- um, minimal accomplishments compared to what they would have done with the other stones. And it is such a colossal undertaking. And that goes back to when we said, someone's got to have one built put to rest. Well, it would make more sense to me if like, um, we found out that Stonehenge places like that were actually power sources. Cause then it would make sense why they would have gone to such extremes to build them. Right. I mean, listen, if, 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 again, we don't know how advanced or if they were really religious people, they would have gone to any extent to build something for the gods, right? And if a lot of it was revolved around the sun, which it did, like Stonehenge specifically is like on the solstice, it all lines up, right? Yep. Well, I'm just saying, yep. they, there's no length. But maybe that had to do with the, the power, the maybe. The yeah. power. Okay, maybe. And they are on the ley lines because those things in tandem. Maybe. You can't just put a stone on a ley line and it's going to generate power. It has to be in this certain. Co- okay, You're like on. setting up a circuit. Hold on. Hear me out, though. This guy also, if he argues that the, the poles are constantly moving, then those ley lines change every couple hundred thousand yeah, years. Yeah, and correct? they probably account for that. Okay. Anyways, what was the first thing you said? Because I, I never remember. Uh, I'm the, sure you the, were angry the, at it, though. The other yeah. problem no, is... No, I, I just had a good uh, example good for you. The other problem is what they're saying to... Because you said, who knows how advanced these people were. Yeah, They I are say saying, the experts are saying they were hunter-gatherers. Yeah. So they're established... So the, yeah, but we don't listen to the experts, experts anymore. He's saying, uh, I don't actually know. What I do know is this, but I don't know that. But experts don't say that. And so that's where we're down this rabbit hole to say, well, who who knows what they did? Um, Elon Musk Elon Musk has something on his bedside table that's uh, letting people know he's out there with a fake gun. What? Uh, that, yeah, this guy. Did you see the picture? This guy pulled up some photo where he was like, this is a staged photo. And Elon had this thing in the photo that this guy was really on about. I was I I stopped paying attention at that point to be honest. I think the biggest question that we'd want answered is why were all these pyramids all over the world which would have no connection to each other, no chance of anything we know be built at the same time or in the same similar fashion. Well, just it, just like we we build buildings, he sort of put the uh, idea that we build uh, skyscrapers all over the world. Yeah. They're sort of different, but they're basically the same. Like it's a, it, what imparted, but um, what's supposed to be hunter gatherers just live off the land, move to the next one, abundance, never have to worry about a thing, stop, 
collaborate and listen to some guy, you know? The well, power- if we believe in, hold on, if we believe in uh, Rupert Sheldrake's morphic resonance, then couldn't it just be, again, once the one guy figured out the pyramid on one side of the earth, the morphic resonance gave it to... I love you said that. 50 other people I on mean, the earth. I mean, that would be interesting if it worked like that. If they are all power stations of some sort, mm-hmm. um, it could just be that they understood this power, right? So they would continue to build these things they needed to give themselves that sort of electricity or whatever it was that it was generating. What's interesting? No, in, yeah, like, yeah, maybe, yeah. But what's, I'm just uh, the power thing. I'm having a tough time getting there, but it could be. Well, we don't understand what any of these things were for right now. Like we don't get why they built them. Nobody really knows. They hypothesize about it. If they the the ley lines and um, the fact that all of them are like you said uh, aligned with star systems of some point, that would make sense. That they were harnessing some power from the ground and then using these buildings to then convert it into what, uh, whatever they were converting it into. What I find interesting is the structure they're building in Saudi Arabia right now, allegedly. Have you seen that? Yeah, that we were talking about, right? The building that's going to house like 9 million people. But what if they're that whole thing is they're doing with alien technology? Because it's supposed to be finished by 2045. That is not even close to now. (laughs) Well, this, this, if they build what this is, it's crazier than any pyramid or anything we've ever discovered on the planet. Like it's, it's a big undertaking. Yeah. It's supposed to be this huge undertaking. And if it's successful, but wait, I bet it's still even smaller than Gobekli Tepe. Uh, it's not built yet. So it definitely right now it's smaller or I don't know, Simon, 9 million people. housed. Yeah. I don't know. I don't 9 know. 9 million true. people in uh 2% of this, um, Surface area of London. So what's your point on that though, Kamar? So they're building this giant city. We have cities that exist right now. What's your point? Nothing like this has ever been built before. Okay. They're building a city. We have Los Angeles. We have New York. Nothing like that was ever built before. What's your point? It's like they're building in Atlantis, I'd say. There was nothing like this has ever existed. Cities have always spread out. This is going to be like... But what do you mean we never... 10 miles wide or something. What do you mean we Atlantis never... was 30 miles wide, I think. What do you mean we never had a New York? What does that mean? There was London before New York, right? No, I'm just... Okay, sure. There was London before New York. But, like, you've you've never had a, a Los Angeles before. Like, I like just, you mean the sprawl of L.A.? Just the... the I count. just mean everything about it. The fact okay, that okay. it's... Or, or America. Like, I just... I don't understand... There's no sprawl in this city they're building. Yeah, I, okay, so it's really cool what they're doing. I'm just failing to understand how that ties in. Like, do you think it's going to last forever? Or if it's built by aliens, yeah. But it's not built by aliens. It's built by Saudis. And who knows what they know? The Saudis. What? Do you, do you think, <laughs> Whoa, what's happening do you now? Think the Saudis must be know everything, right? How so? Because they have so much money? Yeah, that, that's what I would assume. Do you think money is... The key to knowledge? I think so. I think they are in the most unhospitable place to live, and they have to do all these things to get to the same place that we already are in the better, more hospitable lands. Does that make sense? 
in LA, you don't need to build a giant dome to go inside because it's no, beautiful. It's beautiful out. Like yeah, you have the best weather. People in the world. live in the best places. The desert is not the best place to live. They live there because all their money came from oil. It's true. And they live where the the oil came from. Like I just that's not a good place to be. So of course they have to build these cities that are like in these bubbles. Well, if you listen to um, you know, any environmentalists, you know. LA is going to be gone in 20 years. Florida will be gone in 20 years. And maybe the only place you'll be able to live is the desert. I, I don't know. It just, it's, right. it's a huge undertaking. And it's, it's a good future project because at some point we're all going to be living in the it's, desert. It's, it's right under nose and the thing's happening. And we don't even, I don't know. I, I feel like it's sort of a conspiracy theory, but it's happening. If but. Can it float the city? That would be interesting. It's something, but no. it, it in itself it is floating inside itself or something. I don't know. No, but you know what I'm I'll saying? In case there was a giant flood, yeah. then the whole city could float. That's brilliant. That's how they should be building all cities. That's brilliant. In giant domes like that. and then, Floating domes? Yeah, well, that Snow can globes. become floating. They argued Elon is dangerous to the establishment. You argue Elon is the establishment, so... That's nothing anyone has to worry about there. I, I often question myself on this. I, I'm of multiple minds. Like, I don't know if Elon is an evil guy mm-hmm. who's out there for Elon or if he's a government guy, because both scenarios totally make sense to me. There's no part where I think he's a good guy. I'm just, these are the two. Mm-hmm. So there's no gray area for you. He's either a piece of shit or a great dude. Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, I don't think he's either. I guess there is one scenario I could probably fathom where he actually is just a misunderstood guy who just wants to do good, but I'm having a really hard time seeing it. It's not on yet. It's out of three. Um, What was I going to say? Then, okay, so super interesting podcast. Then he got into election fraud, and he's a a big Trumper. Um, Oh, that's where it just all came together for you, eh? Well, the the thing about the the Carrie Lake is just like the Hillary Clinton in that no one cared about this one girl and everyone cared about this one girl. She won. I don't have the time to look into it, but it's just uh, yeah. It was a is a the uh, creme de la creme. The Taliban has a blue check mark. Everyone can fuck off if that's true. I didn't I didn't fact check it. I didn't fact check because Chat GPT can't go into twenty twenty three, so it couldn't tell you today. It wasn't in twenty twenty one. Gotcha. God Biden, damn chat I, I need I need you to say you can say I don't care how shitty Biden is at least he's not Trump but you have to say Biden's shitty if you I, defend on, Biden I, to I, me I've, I've I said that. no no I, sorry, he's I wasn't not saying you. oh I thought I he's saying, sorry you, it seemed like it was directed in at me society yeah. is forced to live together yeah. and, and cohabitate you have to meet me there yeah but if you defend Biden in any way uh, can't but, happen. Keep your mask on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that's better about Biden is he's not Trump, right? Like that was the only yeah. selling point that, for that's most That's the only people. reason why you could argue for him. Because you could clearly see what kind of uh, president he was going to be. And I don't agree, but whatever. Yes and no, though. Hold on, Simon. During one of those debates, he was a very, it seemed like a different Joe Biden. But it, what we talked about it. I know with a track Gillis, record. Trump was a piece of shit. No, but so hold he on. made Biden look. Good. I understand, but he was eloquent. He didn't stumble. He wasn't, dude. We're seeing a senile old Compared man. Compared right to now. a rowdy Trump, anyone looks like they're. That uh, I really think if it was if he was talking against someone else who wasn't bombastic no, like Trump, he'd look like. A I'm moron. not even talking about his mental <gasps> health. Oh I'm talking about like we knew 
from watching how he operated for 50 years in government that he was not a good dude. Like he wasn't out there doing the righteous for people, you know? Yeah. These documents are from when he was vice president. Doing the righteous for people? That's not right. Being righteous for the <laughs> yes. people. I got what you meant. Yeah. And I don't Doing know if you the saw. righteous? It's a dance. It's a dance. They Only Biden does it. <laughs> they mentioned how uh, New Zealand's prime minister is stepping down after, uh, in like a month. And I don't know if you saw a picture of her, but she looked. After a month or in a month? In a month, she'll be gone. How long has she been the prime minister for? Six years. Well, through a the whole while, pandemic. Yeah, a while. Maybe, maybe four years. But she looked like death. Either she has had a gun to her head and all the decisions she's been doing and just she can't live with herself anymore and doesn't want to do this anymore or they don't feed them in Australia, <laughs> New Zealand if you're the prime minister, but she looks gaunt. It was just, it's very grave. Let's hope uh, Trudeau. Uh, what conspiracy theories have, like they're all been proven true, it feels like. That was a quote they uh, said from Elon as well, but Russiagate, I mean, I, I don't need to list on. I don't know if you see- might say recent ones, but not every single conspiracy. Like, listen, there's a million. What? I don't know. I'm trying to think about the more, ones that are more have been proven than 9-11 is still up there. No, 9-11. Nobody believes what they told us anymore. Mike Baker does. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, Matt, and Matt, apparently. No, no. What, no, I'm just saying like 9-11 is a, OK. What exactly happened 9-11s? Are you, you're certain about like everything that happened 9-11? I mean, I'm not certain about anything, but I think it's pretty clear that like. Um, Was the U.S. The government they, directly involved? I mean, I think 100 percent. Interesting. OK. And if not directly involved use that occasion to do some pretty ridiculous shit well, like that i think we can bomb their with. own buildings and oh okay destroy evidence and steal money and okay the one we're sitting on sort of now is january 6th will be proven to be it happened but it was let happen and i think that's the sort of the same thing we're talking about uh 9 11 it was like, if this happens, worst case scenario, no, we'd no, be able to do this. What's another conspiracy that... Um, Trump has... colluded with Russia to win the election. All right, that's a very recent uh, conspiracy. But okay. yeah, that was proven yeah. to be untrue, yes. I'm saying... But the... hold on, let's back up a second. The Trump part was true, but Russia definitely colludes in our elections, Right. No, they, in they, their elections, they, they yeah. proved it doesn't do anything. It, it, it's just like it, the percentage of internet, but there was no like attack. Okay, they have yeah, enough problems. Nah, like I, Joe, I, as we say, Joe always quotes the top twenty Christian websites with Russian farm bots, and it's the exact same example. It, it, it that is an example of like, well, that's shady, but it they've investigated enough to know it made no difference. It made no difference in this election, is what you're saying? In Trump's election. That that's where we're at we're at. Trump and Putin colluded for him to win the presidency. But if you believe those same people, then you have to believe that and I'm I'm not saying you, but then you have to believe that Trump's election wasn't stolen from him also, right? Trump's that Biden got like she said, Biden got eighty one million votes. Yes, my point is they confirmed it six different ways from Sunday. So the same people that are saying he didn't collude with Russia, the same people that are saying the election was good, right? We in a perfect world we would assume the same that. people who said he colluded with Russia or defended like him. it went through some sort of government agency, right? Which the election, both of them, yes, both elections, yeah. Elections happen, and then 
There's some people There's who investigations. oversee them. Yes, that's so, what I'm saying. So, so, so what I'm saying is the same people that investigated the election saying Russia didn't collude with Trump would be investigating the next election, right? No, I think that was a whole different thing. Okay. And, and then again, there, there was also, in recent history, Trump made the call to Ukraine <laughs> to do something. Like that, that It's all been disproven. Well, okay, these are these are here. So one, we know that the government told social media platforms what stories to run. We know that in order to help certain candidates, whoever, be it Biden or Trump. I need to add, yeah, Trump was there. Trump so, was president while this was going on. Yeah, I said that multiple times. So which is yeah, odd well, to me. Very odd. So they definitely oh, had, point, had some play in what was going on. This is the thing. We don't know who, right? Like, was it the FBI? Was it the CIA? It the FBI, was it, it the, the FBI? We know that. Okay. Was it others, though? This is my point. Like, is it, does, does every government agency have a direct line to these social media companies to say what they can and cannot? This is what, we're, this is what these files are uncovering. And it's like, it seems everywhere. Is it, though? Because do we ever find out? I don't know if you saw um, what Crowder tried to do over the weekend, but... Oh, I, I just hate Stephen Crowder. What I'm did so he try sorry. to do? What did he try to he do? Tried to, he tried to show a contract that was sort of like really uh, strict for if someone were to go join some of these conservative um, platforms. Yeah. As a creator, we want, you've got a big following, we want to hire you. So you're saying right wing, particularly. Like Parler. He, he didn't say who, who it Fine, was. Fine, but let's just, okay. But not. Left wing platforms or, or organizations, mm-hmm. and then like eight hours later, the Daily Wire put out a um, response. So you can put together who he was calling out and saying that these companies that say they're standing for free speech and whatnot, look what they have in their contract. They're just beholden to YouTube. Like if you get taken off YouTube, it costs you money because you got like they're they're not fighting. They're just. They're not fighting the, the the fight that everyone thinks they're fighting. They're fighting the fight to to make money more. This was the accusation is. You could take it from there. Hmm. But the, all the tech companies, I think it's the same as Republicans and Democrats are basically the same. Like they're all in it. It's fascism. The what those files is the evidence of fascism when because we always said it's a private company. They can do whatever they want to do. Kick you out. You know what I mean? But they're not. They're working with the government on the inside. It's, but I mean, of course they are. We okay. knew that all along, right? And this so, is a society. Well, we didn't we know that now. all along. But hold on. Again, like we've all agreed that, yes, they're a private company. The same way if you own, like Simon runs a business. Simon agrees in free speech. If someone walks into his business and starts dropping heavy N-bombs, Simon has the right to ask that person to leave. Is he impeding on that person's free speech? No, but he does have the right to freeze that guy's bank account. No, I agree. Listen, I agree, but Twitter doesn't freeze bank accounts. The government does, though. Yes, I agree. So we're, there's there's too much involvement. Yeah, I agree with you. The biggest 100%. thing about the bank accounts is you would think you live. You could be a horrible criminal. Well, the worst and have a, bank, have a account. bank account. Like you don't know anything about me. I'm a I'm a number to you, and I put money in. And you take fees, and I. You should be so uh, anonymous with the bank. Because yeah. you don't you don't get have someone on the phone every day. Well, I guess you could call customer service, but but they didn't just be able to say this person for this reason 
take all their money is just the scariest thing that everyone should be what concerned about, about. What about garnering wages for like uh, taxes, tax evasion or child support? That that feels different. Okay. I'm just curious because it's the same thing, right? It's the government going into your and, bank account. And, and garnished, but freezing? Listen, I agree. Kamar, I agree with you. The government should never, unless you are. But there on, are probably times where they should, right? If you're a terrorist or something and you're using your money. But tough, to, tough titty, we, we, we don't want that. The problem with the terrorist thing is like, how do you like, like after 9-11 is a good example of they broadened what terrorists meant. So if yep. you were a brown person living in the States, all of a sudden it was like, hey, we froze your bank accounts. So that's a slippery slope as well. I don't know. I I agree, Kamar. I, I don't think there should be any connection at all to the government and social media under any, because at the end of the day, it's media. Like if you found out that the newspaper you're, you were reading every day had a direct connection to the government, you'd be like, whoa, well, that seems a bit... Well, you do. Well, the CBC. <laughs> but I don't watch the CBC. Well, no, the so. CIA runs all the... Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. media or whatever. That's the conspiracy theory. And the Canadian government runs the CBC, which is not a conspiracy theory. And one Anyways. way or another, these like billionaires who own all these media outlets and all these giant companies, they need to work with the government to get all their goddamn tax breaks. So, Yeah, that's probably true, too. I don't think they need to work with the government. They just need to know what's coming to restructure and take advantage of the new tax breaks and will always be all right. Uh, yeah, this is a great episode. I I would. It's a sh- way shorter to listen to the um, video. The, listen to um, his video, the 22-minute one. Why don't you I'm going to watch it called? when I get home. Lost Ancient Roman Map. Lost Ancient Roman Map. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he keeps the uh, right-wing uh, Trumpy rhetoric out of it but everything is upside down when like if dave portnoy is a crazy right winger yeah like he we all like dave right like and he's he's a bad one if if you believe what the mainstream media tells you yeah and i don't think every single person who likes trump isn't bad person like that's crazy I, I, also, I know, on. I just think you assume <clears throat> that we do. Like, the second we heard no, the, that this guy liked Trump, but, nothing else he said was true? That's no, crazy. No, I, I just suggest that could be. <laughs> it, if we'd be better off, you guys would be better off if they just cut that before they got to the narrative speak, and they, when it's always they. Anyways, I thought this was an amazing episode. I give it a four. I give it a three and a half. I also give it a four. Almost. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I probably could give it a great. five, but I want to seem like a professional here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the last one, the Surprise Saturday drop. Surprise Saturday. Louis C.K. Louis C.K., 1929. It was the weakest of the week, but it also had some just great moments in it, like well, I said. Well, there's a there's a phenomenal Joe moment in it, check. but... Um, He's there to promote his uh, live stream, which he's going to do this Saturday. It sounds like a cool idea, an event. I uh, I know I'm busy Saturday night, but I might still get it. We can watch it Sunday. Like, we could watch it after the podcast. So there it is, yeah. So It's, it's so weird the way he's doing that, eh? So he's releasing this as for a couple of days. For like two weeks, you I think. You can't own it. No. It disappears. And then he's dropping then a he's different dropping, special. No, with this stuff in yeah, it. This, yes. Yeah. That's yes. I thought he said it was a different no, special. No, no, no. Uh, this special that he's done already in the theater. Know. That's what no, I heard. I'm telling you, man. Okay. This is, then Listen, he takes you're probably these right. jokes. I don't Maybe yeah. he no, adds he's taking to year them. Off. He's taking the year off. That's the other thing here. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying he takes the jokes from this show and puts them into his next special. 
No, we all disagree here because I think he's doing this. He's <laughs> we doing, all disagree. He's Perfect. Doing, he's doing this set here this Saturday. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Streaming yeah. it live. Oh, did you see in my head this comes out on Tuesday? This Saturday. Yeah. We're helping promote. Mm. He's streaming it live from Madison Square Garden. Yeah. The first time he's done Madison Square Garden, I think, since he's been canceled. Yeah. Because he was riding a high before that. Yeah. And all that material he's done there. Yeah. He's already taped a special. Yeah. Somewhere else. Mm-hmm. This is coming out as a one-off, and then anyone who chooses not to will then get to see this special with that. Yeah. That's what I just We're in agreement. That's yeah, right exactly what I said. I was glad we're on the same page. It's Matt disagrees. He thinks yeah. this special that's coming out after this live it's streaming all different. event. No, yeah. No. no. We we agree. Yeah, I get that you guys agree. I still he don't even care. said the people who didn't see it will be able to see all the jokes in my special. The thing that I thought was weird is that he charges ten dollars for the special, but twenty-five dollars for the live stream. You get to keep the special, but you don't get to keep the it seems like it's the backwards. special is not there will be no special of MSG. Yeah, but I mean you'd screen captured, I guess. You want to be a dick? Sorry, it's at MSG. The I know, other one so isn't. The point is, is like it's a one. It, it's like you, this thing we just. If talked you are about. never going to get a chance to go see Louis at MSG, which really probably is like a one, and you know it's not often. Then okay. this is your chance to live stream it. Where like Kamar, he's not going to go to Coachella, but every year he sits in his living room do, with some glow sticks. I go to Coachella. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that. I just yeah, you'll never see Louis in MSG. Why would you want to Let's go see Louis when he's in like a? 200 person club somewhere because it's like, so, it feels sort of like the thing we were just talking about is award shows and i guess going to a one con- off it feels you- like going to a concert but i just hate going to those giant shows simon terrible. No, but it would look great here i'll tell you this, like this. Mm-hmm. simon yeah, sure if if i had the choice like if you said do you want to go see louis ck at the air canada center or whatever the fuck it's called right now versus a club i choose a club 10 times yeah. out of 10 msg is just slightly different it's got like a lore. It's the build. You know what I mean? I saw someone I mean, live I, at MSG. I'm just I saying, I still mostly choose. Like, if you say, do you want to see Louis at MSG or a club? I still probably lean like 60, 40 club. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying MSG has a little, you know, whatever, maybe 70, 30 club. Who knows? Whatever. Fine. Simon's, agree- he's doing that nod like move well, on. Uh, no, move no. On. I, move I, on. Go I, ahead, you, Kamar. You have that opinion. I just think. Yeah, you disagree. But I, you don't like people or crowds or stuff or travel. I, I just don't like the big shows for comedy. It's weird how the to laughter hits the back later than it hits. The but that's I almost just, why a live stream is perfect for you. Like yeah, Kamar said, maybe. if you could watch it here with the two of us. UFC sucks to be there. And that's I know that because I've been there. Maybe up front it is a different experience, but it, it's not that good. As it is, watch on TV. My thinking is different. My thinking is I'd rather just wait and I'll buy the $10 one and I'll own it and it'll be his like put together show. And it'll, I don't know. I get it. It's a live performance. It's fine. And I appreciate it. I think it's old school. I think it's like it's one off. Like get it. I just don't get why that one's 25 and the other one is 10. It seems like it's backwards. Because eight people could watch the $25 one. Four people. Two you, people. You could, st- you could still do the same thing with ten people, couldn't What's you? What's your point? So you can with the uh, with the other one too. If you want to watch this, is we're getting we're getting so lost yeah. in the semantics of this argument over <laughs> Louis' special, how it's coming out, and I how do, you can. Watch I don't it. understand the argument to even get into the semantics. Well, why not just sell live special for five dollars? 
then you, you it, would you would get it. Why sell it for ten dollars and then sell your polish special, the one that everyone gets to keep for twenty dollars? That logic makes more sense. Well, to me. Louis actually is the one who's perfected this, so I bet he's had trial and error, and his numbers are pretty spot on. That's what oh, I Simon, guess. you're forgetting the cost of doing the MSG show. He bemoaned that. It's an offset that as well. The cost is all right. Like, I know, but as a viewer, as a buyer, yeah, knowing that this material is coming out in a special in a month, yeah. Oh, Alice Schultz. Why would you spend twenty dollars or twenty five dollars to watch it? Because you're a super fan. You're a super fan. One Not week all early. people are as frugal as you. Some people will pay the the forty five dollars for both. Sure. Simon waited for show special. You waited for show special. Still haven't watched it. Big fan of comedy. And uh, listen, <laughs> I like I like Shoals, and I thought that special was good. But like the idea of paying for it after, like, no, it's, it's okay. you know, that's cool. That's, that's cool. not how this works. That's not how you, whatever. Uh, you don't want to support an artist. No. Um, so Chris Rock is going to do a live stream on Netflix. That should be interesting. That will be interesting. Yeah. But that but too, I, I assume that will stay up. That's what I was just thinking is the live stream on Netflix makes very little sense. Cause I find, I don't know anything, but I do have an interesting story about Netflix for the post Joe. Um, they're throwing spaghetti against the wall. Yeah. Seeing what sticks. And also, I don't think that's the right way to say it. But yeah. Okay. It's probably not that way, but they, they, something new, innovative causes 2 million new subscribers. They, they just know this from their analytics. Mm-hmm. So announcing this makes enough noise. And if it works better, it's the best. If it fails, they won't do it again. Uh, Louis seems to think comedy is picking up steam. I, I thought he could have said, you know, yeah, wait, this could fall out any, any time now. But he, even him able to thrive after being canceled and stuff is very... Well, the interesting thing is you said on the jump of the show, you were like, it felt like they were on even levels because they like started comedy at the same time. There wasn't like, no, nope. but you could tell when Louis was like, yeah, the biggest show I'd ever done was like 18,000. You could, t- you could just feel the room where Joe was like, oh, I've, you know, done like 35. Uh, he's done that <laughs> with Dave Chappelle though. I mean, I'm sure he's I done his own, but do you care? Like if you do a show with Chappelle and there's 45,000 people, do you then tell people you perform for 45,000 people? Yes. Louis is bigger than Joe Rogan as a comedian. As a more comedian, people like yes. think Louis C.K. is funnier than people think. Yes, Joe but as a, as a personality, Joe, Joe Rogan has eclipsed yeah. him by Agreed. five times. Uh, I just had a question and now I forgot it. Um, Joe Rogan. We like answering the questions on this show, Simon. Louis. Well, I won't remember. Go on. Um, I just like how you reinforce if everyone's laughing at something, it's not good. He's been doing comedy 38 years. This is 38th anniversary. Not, he's not 30 years old. He's been doing stand-up comedy for 38 years. So he's in a small company. Um, and they're talking about, uh, they're trying to say Alberta oil rigs. Uh, they're getting lost saying. Not just oil rigs. Like if you work in the tar sands, dude, Fort Mac, everyone in Fort Mac is on drugs and has $50,000 in their pocket. Every yes, but it was single a, person. It's an opportunity. You said the same thing happened in yeah. Perth and what that makes Perth different from Melbourne and San Francisco. They do it for pretty much, a, you know, like they need plumbers up there. They need this up there and they fly all those people up to work these shifts and. Can I tell you a quick story that I'm sure I've told you before? Mary and I were in uh, Vegas for my 30th birthday, and we ordered a bunch of shots at the bar, like a bunch of Jaeger. This is when I still drank. 
And this dude comes up behind me, and I can see him trying to get in the bar. So I'm like, yo, you can get in here. I'll move. And he's like, ah, fuck it. Thanks a lot, mate. So he's clearly Australian. So I move, and I'm like, yo, do you want to do a shot with us? Because that's how I was when I drank. So I was like, yo, do one of these. Like, ah, fucking right. So he does a shot, and he's like, what's your name, mate? I, you know, Mary and I introduce ourselves. He's like, ah, fucking me with me. I'm here with me. Dad, dad, come here. Fucking meet these guys. So he introduces us to his dad. His dad says the funniest shit ever. He looks at me, he looks at Mary, and then he looks back at me, and he goes, that's your girlfriend? And I went, yeah. And he goes, punching above your weight, ain't you? <laughs> um, anyway, then, so this is crazy. I He's like, where are you from? And I'm like, well, we live in Vancouver, but we're from Ottawa. And he goes, ah, that's crazy, man. I'm going to be in Vancouver next week. And so I gave him a card for the bar I worked at, and I forgot about him because we got hammered that night. Totally forgot about him. He shows up in Vancouver the next week at my bar, and he spent the whole month 30 straight days coming to my bar. Dude, this guy spent, he was staying in a highfalutin hotel. He was a miner in Australia. He's like, I spent a hundred grand while I was in Vegas. He spent another 75 grand in Vancouver. He broke up. One of the waitresses was like engaged to be married. He broke up their marriage, took her to Mexico. She left him in Mexico. She met a guy in Mexico and now she has a kid in Mexico. Did he save anything? Dude, he said he spent, no, he was like, I spent all my fucking money, Mike. Like a professional athlete. It was nuts, dude. Watching this guy spend the like bags of cocaine, always buying drinks for everyone. Anyone that walked into the bar, he'd go, I'm fucking Peter. I'm from Australia. And then he'd do this with his hands. He goes, this is Australia. I'm from here. <laughs> you want a drink? <laughs> he'd buy them a drink. It was fucking insane. Peter. Fucking Peter. Is he living his best life? I think he's got to be dead. Peter, if you're out there, I miss you, pal. Sorry, um, sorry to cut that off. Uh, Louis thought that uh, New York City was sort of is thriving, but you know, we, I remember we were having some long talks in here. Like New York City will never be the same. This Did he say it was? He, it felt more like he was like it's. It's not thriving, but it's uh, I don't know. It's not dead. Like I, from what I've seen, New York is not doing great. Oh really? Yeah. Again, I think it's one of those things like. Joe think, thinks that we're all, all under lock and key up here. Yeah. Like, unless you're there, you're in New York. It probably feels like a lot like New York, you know? I was also going to say New Yorkers are resilient people. That when, Like Louis said it best. He's like, we've been through it. You know what I mean? It does, like, think about what New York's been through in the last 30 years. I like how he said, you know, 9-11 Giuliani. Giuliani. He didn't do he shit. He was there. <laughs> yeah. He walked down the street. Yeah. CNN has an expose on him right now showing how he hasn't done anything, but I'm sure it's one-sided. In any event... People also don't know about old New York City and like it's generational enough. Because you know, stand ups used to be like, I was in New York City at a taxi and he almost hit the uh, uh, a cyclist. Uh, don't worry, I got him with the door or something. It was just such a mean murder gl- globe city. And now it's changed from that. As- well, pre 9 11, yeah, New York was fuck you, you fucking fuck. And then after 9 11, it became like a, you know, Times Square is like a, a tourist trap. And- Speaking of 9-11, they were saying right after they were, like, arming people on the plane and yeah. encouraging them to, like, take someone out. We might need your help on this plane, buddy. <laughs> and the, and the Joe Rogan. Said, uh, you're our last line of defense. Like, everyone was heroes for a month or something. That's sort of weird. Isn't it funny, Kamar? Because, like, like, sometimes you get that seat at the emergency seat, and they're like, are you capable of help? And in your head, you're like, I'm not helping anyone. But, yeah, I'll shake my head, yes, because I got the extra leg room. <laughs> But like, yeah, dude, if they come to you and they're like, listen, we might need you to pull a gun on this flight. Like, what? No fucking way. But you'd say yes. 
Or you say, no, I'll move me to the other leg room. No, I'd say, yeah, sure. Give me a gun. Strap Thinking, me up. No, Strap you, me up for this plane. Do you think if the plane crash, you would be like, fuck, I said I'm going to do it. Run over the window and launch the. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think you could. I think most people are dying to open that thing anyway. I think some people would be just frozen. Dude, you remember the story of the guy a couple years ago that uh, they were sitting on the tarmac for like three hours? No, that was it. It was a guy quit. <clears throat> a male steward quit his job and pulled the, opened the, the door slide. and pulled out the slide and he got charged like 30 grand or whatever. Must have felt great. What a great way to quit. Slide down the slide, walk down the tarmac. <laughs> and, then, and then pay 30 grand back to yeah, your job. And then get, yeah, and then get absolutely butt fucked. Uh, Joe, then they, they sort of got a reminiscing about school bullying and stuff. And that the thought of a, a little wiry Joe just gave the shit kicked out of my a girl <laughs> is hilarious. But isn't it true? Like you're almost 50 years old and you still remember vividly your embarrassments from high school. Well, that's like, what, uh, dude, Louis was very adamant about. And Joe was pushing back on is that everything that happens to you happens to you and you're, you're with it. These Asian kids stole the shoes off my feet at Glebe. That was a fun day. How'd you get home? I walked. Barefoot? Yeah. Wow. When he said he was friends with Ronnie DeVoe, and I was like, yeah, oh, shit, Melbourne DeVoe. He's like, oh, from Melbourne DeVoe, yeah. or New Edition. I was like, okay. I thought it was just a joke, and it just sounded so funny, but. Yeah, I went to high school with him. I love when he was like, World's so casually, he was like, he used to show up in a limo with Bobby Brown and all the local Boston kids would yell racist <laughs> shit at them. Like, As the thing went and went, and then there were the kids that took uh, the one guy to the park and said, this is the black bench. You can sit on this. Oh, and this like the racism in Boston, you just don't understand. What's crazy is when Louis told that story, there was a weird part of me that was like, was that weird Boston people like actually trying to make someone feel, you know what I mean? Like you're so racist that you're like, Okay, listen, we're going to paint the bench, a bench black for this black kid. Yeah. He's going to get his own bench. It's a nice thing to do. We're all going to, you know what I mean? Like, because you're just like conditioned to do mean things to other races because you, you were raised to hate them. You don't even know why. I thought they were them. telling him at first, like, this is where you have to swing. You can use the black bench. I think and that's what use they the were doing. Swing. Yeah, my point, though, no, is... No, Louis was making it seem like they were, like, honoring him with the black That's swing what I'm saying, yeah. Like, bench. they're like, look, we got you your own bench and your own swing. It's oh, not to be it's mean. thoughtful racism. That's what I'm oh, saying, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like... Yeah. That's yeah, it. I, I Pure silence. Perfect. Thoughtful <laughs> racism. And from all that, Louis said, you know, and this stuff stays with you. And Joe's like, ah, you can work through it. Uh, and uh, Louis said, when t- what happens with the trauma is when time gets tough, your brain sort of goes back to a, yeah. a time that you did something. But it, it is there and probably a good thing. And Joe's done nothing but overcome, right? Like if yeah, any that hurdle was in his bad life. for him. Yeah. He's used it all as fire to get to where he is today. For people who aren't successful like that uh, exactly they fall back like the becomes uh do you think every time before joe goes on stage he takes a second to himself and he's like i just put my hood on and walked out that night no i don't and then walks out on the stage no okay i don't know i wanted to mention before but when he stops every single time you go on it's like jump out of an airplane it's like the the cage on the door open like there's just this little Oh, here we go. Yeah. And I, that's definitely what the addiction is. To that. going on stage? Yeah. To just never knowing what's going to happen? Well, he's saying 38 years, it still happens. 
It, it, it's definitely the essence of the thing. Like, well, this could go poorly, and then it works out, and everything. Or, oh, it goes poorly. That's even better sometimes. For Louis, I don't think it was the fear of going poorly. What he said is he just hates the buildup, like the anxiety. Like he's he was oh, like, once I, I get on stage, it's muscle memory. But he was like, it's the. I guess I'm a great comedian too because I hate waiting. It's just. Even the things he said, like the guy who gets too long, like just get it over with. The build up to anything kind of sucks. It's kind of sucks. Except for sex. Like the build up to orgasm is good. Yeah. yeah. But the build up to like get to have sex is kind of shitty. Dinner and uh, a movie, oh, the no. worst. <laughs> <laughs> Talking. <laughs> just put on eyes wide shut. And that does the. Yeah, no, that's a panty know. peeler for sure. Um, <laughs> Nothing like Kubrick to really get a woman in the mood. To wet those whistles, as they say. Uh, I think uh, Joe might have doxxed one of his daughter's friends. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> little me. Totally he, gave away he, who yeah. that like, was. Have you ever seen people who hate cats? They have more than enough information to triangulate on her. That girl's like, they all hate me? Yeah. Yeah, he really put her on blast, yeah. He was talking about a class where... Like on a regular basis, the kid would lose his mind. Yeah, Louis and put then, that. Louis said that kid's name too. And then the teacher would just He's restrain still out there them losing the back of the room. Like, calm down, it's all right. Calm. You never had anybody like that. Do you remember Manny? Well, he was listening to Rogan and then lost his shit. <laughs> Do you remember Manny? I Glebe? No, you don't remember Manny. You guys are too old. Uh, oh, no, you a, guys were too old. Was I he forgot. A different program. No, no, no. A normal program. Yes. Yeah, he might have been there for eight years. We know. But I remember. Has. I remember one day Manny like had like an episode in the hallway, and it was like, dude, they have strength. It it was like three teachers trying to. Because remember, Manny was like forty five. That's probably true. Actually, now that you no, I'm yeah. being serious. No, no, I think like, you're right. They were yeah. very old. Yeah. 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 Was, and and everyone sits around that. Sees it and not they don't. Everybody get in there. Let's talk about what happened there. Now he said that this teacher did. But yeah, all the all the crazy stuff I saw. I, oh, no, no one ever says just, like no, no under the rug, right away. <laughs> what what happened? Another yeah. see here, move yeah, on. Huh? So uh, no one had an episode. Um, yeah, those kids existed. Oh no, I hate to sound like uh, Sam Harris, but you sort of get thrown in together with this class. What do you mean? Say that again. You have some friends outside of. School. Yeah. Maybe. Your neighbors, your mothers. No, normally all your friends go to your school. Yeah. 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 But otherwise, you get thrown in this class that you will now proceed to, for the most part, for at least six years or five years of going through grade two, the same people. Like, it's, it's sort of natural... That your friends in your life, how it happens. Well, it's funny you mention that because I went to the same... I went to... First Avenue for kindergarten, the first kindergarten. Then I went to Elgin from kindergarten to grade three, and then Hopewell from grade four to grade eight. So I so went. That's to, a good thing because you connect with more people. I did, yeah. Like when all you know what did you, you did you guys go to Hopewell? I did. You know what I Hopewell, did. He went to Galashen. So at Hopewell, if you didn't go there, like all these other schools came there in grade seven and eight, and I knew like a bunch of people from other schools that other people didn't. So yeah, I had. I guess mm-hmm. I had that. Yeah. But it's proximity. I don't understand what you're saying. That too. Like, Anyone in your of neighborhood? Of course, yeah. you are friends with the people who go to your school. Those are the people who live near you. That's how it would work. If you lived in the jungle, every single you person's become... best friends are in generally in a close proximity. Yes. To them. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what you were saying. 
Yeah, most of your friends end up being the people. But what Kamar was saying, though, was... He was saying your class, but it's much more than your class. No, it's, but he's also right, because, like, if you end up in the same class from grade two, like, with the same yep. 20 oh, no, people from sure. grade two to grade seven, like, you're obviously going to... It's just a Yahtzee of kids, though, especially if there's... We were lucky, because it wasn't overpopulated. I don't even know what classes are like now with, like two of the classes in the same class or whatever. It was pretty grade ones. There was two grade ones and two grade twos, I think. And remember too, it's going to get incestuous because you're going to have people who like date within those classes and then marry within those class, right? It's going to get even smaller and smaller. Conceivably. The, uh, the social circles. That's all I'm saying. Social. Circles. I feel like Brian Callen will be on soon because Joe was talking about him and his women woes, and Louis he was like, "I'm sort of the same thing. Like someone's got to love her. Someone, someone's got to love her crazy." Uh, Blueface was on uh, Sharp Sharp Tank. Who no, is Blueface? Blueface. Blueface is a now re- retired rapper who's a re- runs a OnlyFans reality show. Okay. He and was on Shark Tank. Sharp Tank. You know the pimp Sharp. From no. South White Underbelly. I know okay, who yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Talking he has about. a show on the No I, Jumper. I didn't know that. Okay. Network called Network. Sharp Tank. Okay. Sharp Tank. Interesting. I like what he's done there. Yeah. Um, and so Blueface was on with, he lives with like eight women who are all, it's all drama and they're having OnlyFans and that's how he makes his money now. Oh, okay. And he had this girl on who drank a bottle of Hennessy and they're having an interview. I can show it for you right after. But anyways, go look it up. And she loses her mind, and he's like, get her out of here. Okay. Get her out of here. And so a body, she's screaming, kicking TVs. Like, it's really sort of violent, and it's it's rough edit. Da-da-da-da-da. Now they sit back down, and Sharp doesn't want to, like, what the fuck just happened? That's kind of cool. It's like, now she's having success at, uh, do you think she's prepared for the pressure of the industry moving forward? And Blueface just looks at her and goes, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> Hell no. Like, so, so aware. I don't know where we're going with that. But I oh. don't know either. <laughs> crazy women. Someone's got to love crazy oh, women. And he me. said, in Blueface, but he said, someone's got to love them. And it's just that sort of thing out there. Um, Is that what happens when, you, yeah, when you see a girl like with, the hottest girl with like just the guy she doesn't belong with at all. And you're just like, Oh, well obviously she's crazy. Only one that can stand her. Yeah. Sometimes that. I'm like that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like that guy. Yeah. Cause like a lot of guys get lost in a, we were talking about like a sex bog or a sex haze where like a lot of dudes can't get laid. And so the You'll first put up with a lot of shit, that's exactly it. You'll like, you know, like I, dude, I remember this guy telling me, he's like, Oh, I haven't bought clothes for myself in like 15 years. My wife just buys them for me. And I was like, your wife buys all your clothes. Like that's such a weird place to be for me. Like I couldn't imagine Mary coming home. Just like I bought you pants. What about undergarments? Even that I buy for myself. I I'd be know. happy if someone bought me underwear and socks. I think you'd be happy if somebody bought you anything. I think like, so. I think so. I think so. No, I'm saying for both of you, like if you're getting presents is fun. So like I just gets presents all the time. It's not presents if it's coming out of your own bank account. That's not how I presents mean, it, work. It is like my wife and I share everything. Like we have the same money. Yeah. So when we're buying each other presents, it's still from each other. Well, that's anyway, okay. Anyways. Sure. Joe defended Alex Jones. So nice to have guy. things done for you. I guess. Yeah. Obviously, your wife buys your clothes. No, she doesn't. But <laughs> I, if she did, I would be happy. Joe defended Alex Jones. So he's not a bad guy. 
um, Louis, I felt sort of threw him a, a lifeline in that had the media not descended on it like it did, then you have a lot less stuff to look at and say, oh, they're they're faking this or whatever. Had they given the privacy, maybe it would not have been able well, to Well, a lot less people would have heard his his what he was saying. He got a lot of exposure by ending up on... It's true. It's a good point. Mainstream media. Otherwise, it's just his people who hear it. But I thought, I thought all, Louis um, said just them descending on the school, having them doing these interviews, they're not camera ready, create a bunch of moments that someone else could all of a sudden say, see, that is a false flag. And it had that, had they given them some more space, then it wouldn't have been, maybe the same people would come out and said, this is not a school shooting, but maybe they sort of lit the, the match. Mm, interesting. But yeah. I, I mean, I don't hate Alex Jones. He's provided me more joy than hurt. But uh, and, and the people, I don't know that he ruined their lives. He he did have a head injury. <laughs> I mean, it's, I would say at this point, it's uh, so crazy <laughs> that Joe is using that as the excuse. Though I, you can't, you can't go back to the head injury. That's, why? That's great for me. I've had a severe yeah, head injury. Got, I have a yours. I have a pass. I have some yeah. guys have all the luck. Eh? I got no head injuries. Um, the, the some guys have all the luck. Dirty media, greedy Sandy Hook. That's what. Louis' take on it was they gave another shout out I don't even notice for Greg Gutfield who if you watch his show it's not that good I, I mean I like it we're, we're all agreeing and stuff I don't know it so I don't know what to tell you but I mean there was a time when um, whatever we had a standards late show was funny and sort of entertaining they're not now they're they're insufferable and and TV's dead Late night TV is terrible right now, like the Jimmy Fallon show and things awful. like that. Yeah. Awful. awful. Who needs who more, the the news or the um, advertisers who need to advertise on the news? I always wonder about that argument. Who needs what more? We can't say anything bad about pharmaceuticals because they won't advertise on our program. Then they won't advertise anywhere, and they'll go to business because their model is to advertise... Like, have you heard about this Ozeprin or Ozempium? Like, shouldn't the media company be the boss? Yeah, have all the stakes. What if they're just the same companies? Well, well that, I'm assuming that's that what it probably That would remove is. any, like, idea of who's in charge. It's the same thing. Um, he told the cool story about, uh, if it happened, about the Americans and Russians drinking vodka in space but i'm sort of it sounds like they jimmy rigged and why two, did they do that two crafts from different countries they, they figured out how to why would them. they agree to do that in the midst of this war they were fighting against each because, other because man nothing's better than vodka with some friends in space i'm sure you can put aside your differences to have some vodka in space i yeah i don't know is it does it, like that happens like can they be in the middle of a war there's a war between um Russia and the Ukraine. Russia and the Ukraine. Perfect. And there's a boxing match going on against like a Russian and a, you know what I'm saying? It, I, it might it be happening. Like the fight at, sells itself. It might be happening on the Australian Open already. I mean, the Ukrainian guy fought last night in the fights and uh, a Russian guy played, but it's not under Russia, the tennis. Could happen. Yeah, we missed a UFC last night. Could I happen. don't know what my point was there now that I'm thinking about it. Welcome to the show. Uh, the, the genesis for this trash news is Fox. They do get the credit for that. That's where it all started. Well, but their success of doing that and it 
receiving success. Didn't it start with 9-11? Or not 9-11, I'm sorry. With the Iraq War, the first one? I didn't do my research. And they uh, needed to like start pumping up this I don't idea know. of having to go places and fight wars. And but you know who Bill, Bill O'Reilly is? To do it? Yes, we know who Bill O'Reilly is. We'll do it live! We'll do it live! That wasn't on Fox News, though. But it was still Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, that was yeah. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. And he talked about the story that he went in there during the debate and Bill O'Reilly was on and they were totally talking about something else, had no pay attention to the... What does that mean to play us it, out? To it. <laughs> what does that mean to play us out? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> this is, these guys are these, these, these news people. I'll give it to Bill O'Reilly, consummate professional, because he goes from fucking 100 to zero and then back to 100 so fast. Like the way he delivers it, like, and now Sting is going to play us out. And then you, you just see all the papers on the desk. Just, just so pissed. That's one of my favorite clips of all time. We'll do it live. It is one of the, the greatest. Made me think of that. I'll um, write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> and that's all who all these people are. Yeah. Realize that. Just talking heads? Yes. Well, what did you think they were? No, I... I, I I'm, I'm talking to someone, Jay, probably you, anyone younger who might think. That You're talking to Jay? And all nephew? young people out there. I'm talking, I'm talking to my four-year-old <laughs> my nephew. My eight-year-old nephew. Oh, he's eight? Okay, my bad. My he bad. must be around eight, no? There'd be Nine? nothing better than now. Um, if you're a comedian, just run around New York City doing shows all night and making money. Sounds like a life. Sounds like a fun life. Especially like from your... 25 to 40. What do you think he was making? What do you think he was making a set in the 90s? Because he said he was doing like eight a night. I was trying to wonder. Depend on the spot and what what the. um, So 200 bucks a night? That's not bad, I guess. Yeah, if you're doing that. Yeah, if you're making 200 bucks cash a night in New York City. Every night of the week and and getting uh, your craft. Yeah. Um, They played the whole, the old Richard Jenny Jaws bit. Um, They should have done the mafia bit, but he is funny and um, clean. The uh, problem with Joe is every time he plays a bit on the show, he then never laughs. Well, because it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny to do that. To do, to do, yeah. that, that medium. Wouldn't work. this have been the obvious movie game? Jaws. Jaws three. Jaws yes, three. That would be an obvious movie game. I didn't even think about that. He had one job. This guy, right? Like he went for a movie. They stupid. Didn't, it's a movie. They like- didn't even talk about. Well, no, he said it's full Jurassic about the mammoth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if at any point they say fight, you can just do Fight Club. No, if they said a fight in the club, then you can say Fight Club. But just one no, word. that's crazy. Fight Club has nothing to do with a fight in a club. In his defense, they said full. He said full Jurassic. Full. Did they say full Jurassic Park two? No. <laughs> Then you're fucking, come on. They said Jaws 3. You are correct. Or 2 or whatever the <clears throat> fuck it was. That's pretty funny. Sorry. 4. Well, you've exposed me. <laughs> Could you forgive me by giving me one of those gurus? Yeah, I think we should do uh, this as a second movie game. We'll do it in the post-show. We'll do it in the post-show. Fuck it, we'll do it that live. That means I'm going to have to drop something in. The- we'll do it in the mojo. They're upstairs. Yeah, I, I kind of like them, though. Have you ever had he one? He said Bill Hicks is notorious for bombing. And uh, Louis was sort of like, yeah, that's, that's that adds up. Yeah. Like, remarkably, like, he never was successful. 
except those specials I saw when I was like 17 was like the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Like some comedy isn't, is meant for younger people to be like, that's so crazy. And when you get older, you've heard enough crazy shit. It's much harder to go there. He's saying dirty jokes are easier. They're not. You have to lull the person like a spoonful of sugar before you give the medicine. In the loosest terms, that's what I've experienced. No dirty, comedy is easy. Like, it's ridiculous to think that anyone would think any comedy is easy. Dirty jokes is probably a little bit easier only because some people just naturally laugh at you saying fuck or How about this? talking dirty? about farts or you, you know what I mean? I guess that's not really dirty, but you know what it's I mean? It's only a little bit easier because um, you haven't, you have the entirety of the language. Right, dirty jokes. There's no nothing's off limits. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're doing clean jokes, you're limited. To, again, you're only taking probably like forty words out of your vocabulary, but you're still losing. Plus, a good fuck can really. Well, this is what I mean. If I walk up there and I say rainbows, or I walk up there and I say fuck, some people are gonna laugh at fuck because I think you people, get a better laugh for rainbows. I think you're wrong. I think people laugh at dirty. I words. was expecting you to say they fucking rainbows. That's I wanted to do two sets in a night just to know which got, and I think rain, a rainbows. Laugh. Fuck, rainbows again. A better laugh. Uh, a realer laugh. You're, you're just trying to. Argue if you go up and me. say fuck, people are going to assume that you've like forgotten something, or you know what I mean. I don't think it'll come out as that. Rainbows feels like it's part of the show, whereas mm-hmm. fuck is like I forgot my phone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I left the you, stove on. You know what I mean. If I go up there, okay, this is better. Forget fuck. If I go up there and I say rainbows, yeah. or I go up there and I say big titty fucking tits, people are going to laugh at the big fit titty. They're not going to laugh at rainbows. So. Hence. I mean, you didn't make the rainbows big enough. You it, said big titties. You, you get okay. If what I if you go say up rainbows, there, sexy candy floss, no, rainbows. Sexy. Can't do sexy. What if That's I dirty. go up there and I say no. rainbows, or I go up there and I say big titty donkey fucker? Okay, same yeah, co- okay. same uh, intonation mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. words. Yeah. You're laughing at big titty donkey fucker. You are not laughing at rainbows. This is a stupid. What argument. about rainbow butt cheeks? But that's, that's because dirty. On. one of them was one word. It's dirty. One of them was only one word. You can't just say rainbows like big titty fucker. I have now I'm seeing okay, someone fuck if, some titties like a rainbow. A yeah. You're not doing it justice. I get what you're if saying. If I get up there and I say under the rainbow or I say big titty donkey fucker like. You guys are just, you're being ridiculous. Come on. Rear end rainbow robber. That's not dirty. Rear end okay. rainbow robber. Oh, wow. Anyways, you know what? A gay joke? It works you out that are, way, but it's not gay dirty. Gay jokes are dirty. They're oh, considered dirty. Okay. Well, gay just, jokes we'll are dirty? I don't mean dirty like, okay, anyways. Oh. Um, so one of his favorite comics, Steve Martin, which he has sort of fallen into the conversation we think about. It. He might have been honored at that. You know Netflix what? Thing. I don't know. If I've ever seen Steve Martin stand up, I've seen bits he's done. Is that what they were talking about? He sold out giant stadium five nights in a row. His yeah. books, his book, Born Standing Up, very good. What's your favorite Steve Martin movie? The Jerk, All of Me, maybe. All, I really like All of Me. Father of the Bride. What is All of Me? It's when him and a woman change their spirits. I have never LA seen LA Story is a classic. A what lot. is all of me? I have to see this one. All Dude, by me. the way, someone was pointing out that in Father of the Bride, uh, Diane Keaton and 
<laughs> Steve Martin are both supposed to be like early 40s in that movie. They both like if you go back and watch it, like I'm about to be 40. They oh, no, look they look, they like look they're fucking ancient. Yeah, like <laughs> Oh, look how the old, the stones are younger than me when they put out Start Me Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he has so many great movies. It's crazy. Oh, let's hear them. Okay, hold on. Let me start at the bottom here. So, these are what you have what to What was the one with Eddie Murphy? Uh Jiminy Glick, he was in that for some reason. Okay, hold on. Let me get to here. What was the one with Eddie Murphy? Baby Mama. Why was he in Baby Mama? Um, This guy Eddie Murphy. Hold on, I'm going to get to it, man. Uh, A Simple Twist of Fate. Is that what you're talking about? No? Mixed Nuts, Father of the Bride, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. That was that. That's a great um, movie. Black and white one he did there. Yeah, that's really funny. Big Year, The Big Year. I never saw that. Leap of Faith. I saw that. Meh. Out of Towners, My Blue Heaven, All of Me. Oh, here it is. Lily Tomlin. Is that who you're talking also about? Also, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. All play- That's the best Story, movie. That's the best movie. The Man That's the best movie. with Two Brains. Oh, Bowfinger. That's what you were going Bowfinger, for. Bowfinger. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Then uh, Sergeant Bilko, Roxanne. Oh, what's the one? Uh, it's there... complicated. <laughs> Bringing they're... down the house with Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah, that's they're right. Like, oh, dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. Cheaper by the Dozen, yeah. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, Three Amigos. Parenthood. Parenthood was great. Yo, yeah, Parenthood amazing. was really good, yeah. Pink that's Panther, true. Pink Panther 2, wow. Father of the Bride, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I don't know if there's that many. That's the Three lot. Amigos. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, we said uh, that, uh, yeah. Uh, planes, Trains, The Jerk, Cheaper by the Dozen, One and Two. Roxanne. We said Roxanne. Oh, we did. My favorite has got to be Dirt, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, I think That's so. That's a great one. I think so. It took me a second to remember that one. Michael Kine. Michael Kine. My favorite scene is when he's playing the dumb dumb character there and he's got the fork with the cork on it because he keeps stabbing himself in the eye with the fork <laughs> oh yeah um he's he develops his uh material 20 minutes at a time he gets 20 minutes and then puts it yeah away he doesn't again. work at all like joe rogan does yeah he sort of broke joe's That's heart where there they had their first little does not write anything down just because of the concept and then see i don't out. get that at all at all like, I don't understand how you go up and you just... I did. Because you're going to do it four times in a night. Simon, I I actually, once you've... For me, at least, and I know you're probably different, but for me, once I've performed it like 10 times, that it's there. That's that. No, I'm saying how, like, he doesn't even... He said he writes down he words. He knows something funny there. He knows there's something funny there. He gets on stage... No, and just, show. And just talks about he it. He doesn't say he writes down nothing. He writes down simple points. Like he said, he might write down lions. Like and he gets on stage and goes, what, what? And, and he doesn't care if he doesn't make them laugh at all. But something there will laugh. And then that's like a amber. The next show, he brings the amber. And then, I mean, that's how they all do it. I would write my joke. Like if I was a comedian, I would write my jokes. Then I would go, I'd do them. Yeah. I'd see what worked and then I'd go home and edit, right? Like that makes sense to me. Any other way, I just, I know it's possible. I just can't like wrap my brain around. I'm with you. I'm very, but everyone has a different, that's the thing. Everyone's process obviously varies differently. Like rap is a good example. Any, I think any artistic endeavor, 
That's why that's why when someone teaches you, it's very odd because they're teaching you their methods. And again, some people have proven methods, but I think everyone has their own like like comedy is a great example. Everyone's gonna find their own lane within comedy. And everyone who shits on a comic right before they go up bombs. It's like just the worst to sit there like this guy shit as you're about to go up is the worst because you should be thinking about what you're about to say and just be, be into it. And I'm sure it's happened to me and I've learned because I just love everyone now no matter what they do. That uh, that's that makes you realize it's a it's an entity. Comedy being a thing, as you said, people anyone who shits on a comic for telling a bad joke is yeah they don't I, get I, comedy. I would love something to hear. He said he laughed at his girlfriend telling jokes he had no idea what she was saying, which is an interesting, it's more than just the turn of phrase or that side of wordplay with jokes. And he's talking about- I don't know. I I mean, yeah, I guess you could laugh, but it's way funnier if you understand what they're saying. It's true. Mm -hmm. But he said- Louis was laughing at a 25-minute racist set. He was trying to imply there's some sort of communication through- act of performing comedy that makes you laugh without context to what they're actually saying. I mean, okay, sure, sure. And also he said the other people laughing helps. You sort of get in the rhythm, but he said he honestly did it. And so, I mean, if, if I'm my druthers, you're right. I go to watch comedy in other languages. I find it much more hilarious. Yeah. Like to take a jaunt down to Quebec city, watch some good, Good French comedy. Quebecois yeah. comedy. I mean, yeah. that I understand. I, I prefer to, like, I don't know, fly to Africa and listen to Congolese. Do you uh, really comedy. think if you went to Quebec City right now and sat through a full French set, like an hour-long set, you would get the gist of it? Um, I don't. I French? think I would. Yeah. I think I, I think would. you I think would, for I sure. Would. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. No chance. Wait, no wait. shot. Wait, wait. Why, you think wait, you, wait. you know no French? I know enough French, but I'm Bastard. telling you, like, once you get into Quebec and they start talking slang and fast. You can still get by. And French so. is very animated, their comedy. Yeah, of course, but so I that still don't well. think. Anyways, it's contested then. Um, yes, he sh- contested. he uh, was against shitting on nervous laughter like I do when uh, the joke oh, I, work. Oh, that's exactly what I thought about when he said that. I just want to say I'm because not Because you fill deaf. all the awkward space with an <laughs> awkward laugh. Whatever. He's a multimillionaire. He can have this what opinion. He I'm know? sure he did. Yeah. Exactly. Um. It's almost funnier if you just Stand let there, it yeah, be yeah. silent. Though, Absolutely. Absolutely. That creates the that tension. Silence creates the tension. Yeah. You, you you kill that by doing that. Doing that. Yep. Yeah. So it's my last step. So I'll just drop that soon. Um, then he's talked about for, uh, for a while about opening a club. But I was no, thinking- but hold on. Hold on one second. I could see how it would be a very useful aid in a comedy person's career to have something like that. Because at first you want to just get through your jokes. You want, but now you want them to land and savor. You need to get rid of the. Yeah, it's the last. It's the last. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, trading wheels. The trading wheels have helped it yeah. all work, but when you take those off, then you're yeah. free. Then you're yep. rolling free. Well, I'm on like this if, Tuesday. We'll try this Tuesday. If I no ever laughing. became a comedian, mm-hmm. for the first five years, I would end every joke I did with, but um bum, comedy. And then eventually I would lose that. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I want you to do comedy so bad. I want you to, first of all, I want you to go up. I was just going to say it has to be, you have to start with mostly impressions, but we'll have someone on stage playing you the, like 
I'll play you a 40 second Bob Marley clip so you can get it in there. Yeah. And then you'll, yeah, I like that. I remember. That's a free one. Wow. Yeah. All I had to say was Bob Marley. Bumbo Club. Wow. So he talked about opening club. And it seemed like he was like, and I'm opening one. Like the, He was going to end up by saying, and I also want to know, so I'll open this club. He's like, but who would want to do that? And I swear to God, Joe's like, yeah, I know. I'm, I sort of don't want to do it anymore either, which may be a chink in the armor. Eh? If I'm one of the guys he's hired to. I don't think you can say that anymore. I think his club opens. Uh, three hours in a podcast, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah, every, everyone's gone. Let him fly. I think uh, it opens in February, Kamar. Yeah, well, it opens club, very soon. His club's opening. He admitted that he had to pay his employees for two plus years as they <sighs> had the place built. That's I'm, must be nice, eh? Just to be employed just living by on Joe. Joe's buck. Yeah, chilling in Austin. He's golfing. just he's just such a good guy. He's like, yeah, just <laughs> everyone's hang got on, a Tesla. Hang on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I'm sure he'll do well in the beginning, but we'll see if he's lost because Joe's like gets into something that wants to do it, and then maybe just this whole process is. He lost the original feeling why he wanted to do it in the first place. No, I um, think once it gets open and running, he'll feel better. It's just that he's had to wait and all the bullshit. That part of a business no one likes. Am I correct, Simon? Yeah, nobody likes that. But I think he'll be happy once it's open. Look, he always said he doesn't care whether it makes a lot of money. He seems to have really like legitimate people who came from the comedy store to run it. He's not going to have to do shit. He's going to show up. He's going to get all the praise. Yeah, and uh, it'll just be another great thing that Joe does. He's just got to show up at the Christmas party. That's all. Like everything's already <clears> moving <throat> there. It's not like he has to go out looking for acts. Kill Tony's coming. It's all like yeah. it's Joe Rogan's club. Everyone in the fucking people are gonna fly from everywhere in the, the world to go ship. there. Uh, Louis was talking about how feeling like shit has its benefits, mm-hmm. like eating that burger. Whatever, mm-hmm. doing whatever to yourself, and then um, he got in a real discussion about telling Joe you live in a bubble. We was trying to say people that live in a bubble think you can jump in the sauna, you can do this, and Joe was not having any. Louis was loses mind. I'm talking, Joe. You're in, you're in a bubble. Like whether you want to say this or not, like people are not the. And then I, know, I love how Joe was like, it's not like I bought a Lamborghini. It's like, no, you spent 12 grand on an ice bath. No, both things are true though. Like what Louis was saying was true, and what Joe was saying is true. Joe is like. Look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to tell you about it. You might not be able to afford my ice bath, but maybe but you, you can, can start ad- somewhere. Yeah, I get whatever. it. Whatever. Go to the Y to take a sauna or whatever the fuck it is. Louie was absolutely right that Joe is totally disconnected and that sometimes people, I, I don't know, like, you know, some people's lives are a lot harder than just getting into a sauna every day is going to be the fix, you know? And just they have a lot more on their plate that they're worrying about, that they're being crushed by society. They can't even get to the why because every day they get home from work and they immediately... And Joe wasn't having it because if you do take care of your body, then you'll uh, bypass all those things and be successful. Sure. And there may be some truth to that. And that probably is true. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily fix your problems. It may make you feel better a little no but like you were talking about earlier with the pyramids and atlantis like if you don't take the first step you're not going to make yep, it to step yep, five no, right so a, you gotta a, listen it's absolutely true that's and, absolutely and joe true. put it up to make bad decisions and he said maybe the funniest thing he's ever said he said if you're a guy from connecticut and you find yourself beating being eaten by hyenas you made some bad decisions <laughs> and that is true what <laughs> is really if funny. anyone finds themselves being eaten by hyenas yeah. you How made did I get here? some bad like, decisions if you're if you have to at one point in your life think 
do I punch this shark in the nose or try like you fucked up? Yeah. Well, you fucked up that you're even in the fucking even water. Even there, you could have paid to do that. That's what I mean. You fucked up. <laughs> but if you're being Why eaten, are you paying to go into yeah. the water with sharks? If you're being eaten by a hyena, you really made a bad decision. So I asked ChatGBT to write a joke about a man eating a guy from Connecticut. And hyena. what did it come up with? Why did the Connecticut man get eaten by hyenas? Why? Why? Because he took a wrong turn at the Mohegan Sun. What a terrible joke. It's all right though. It's, it's not. What? It's not horrible. A wrong turn at the what? Mohegan Sun. That's a casino. Yeah, yeah, in Connecticut. In Connecticut. The wrong turn at the Mohegan Sun. Simon, it searched the internet for relevant Connecticut searches. Mohegan Sun was obviously tops on the list or somewhere up there. So I know. It was what like, the hell does that have to do with a hyena? Nothing. It's Mohegan trying, hyenas, maybe. It's trying, yeah, I guess it's rhyming. Who knows? Okay. Well, it's, it's not a funny joke. It's learning. Um, then, uh, after, after it's learning after that, Louis story went off how the system's not working. Talking about the top 1%, which we are part of as crazy. It seems it's so lopsided. The Congo. Oh, I mean, that's really like a really hard thing to like, you know, somebody who makes, let's just say $40,000 a year, $30,000 a year, yeah. $20,000 a year, whatever it is, whatever. Yeah. It puts you in poverty here. <laughs> No, it puts you in, let's say, whatever it is, it puts you, you know, top 10% of people. Yeah, but I'm saying here, It doesn't mean that your life is easy. No. You know what I mean? It's, again, like, it, it has to be in perspective. Yeah. It's all relative. Well, the perspective was when at. he was talking to his wife about, uh, you know, the surgery for the dog in the Napoli's guy started laughing yeah. his head off like, fucking. Who's getting surgery? Your grandmother? Get yeah. the fuck out. I will leave this party. Yeah. If you're just, you can't be kidding. That it is interesting, right? Like it's look in a, a kid or a, per, a man in, um, I don't know, India yeah. doesn't love his dog any less. He still cries when it, it's time for it to die. They just would never, they don't have they just any. just can't afford, yeah. It would never even come into their head. But to, if it was an option, you bet for sure they'd do it. If who they had the money, who, who wouldn't, wouldn't save a loved one the, if you if you had the means? Has no borders. This, I agree. This yeah. is what I mean because I was thinking of me spending all that money on my dogs. Yeah, make um, it about you. <laughs> well, okay, well, that's what we do. I'm here. probably whatever. Have you ever spent thousands? of Don't dollars? forget, we were about to remember. Yeah, you're ready. When you're ready. Yes. Yeah. I'm, his... I'm just saying, like it, it, Simon, it wasn't even a conversation. And if you're like a person who lives alone or something and you have a dog and that's like your of course only thing. Of course. I just uh, listen, I'll tell you a story. Again, it's perspective, right? It's it's um listen, it's different situations, so it's hard to I'm make sure a in China statement. they cannot imagine a dog surgery. Oh no, the the rich ones must. No, I, they eat all the all dogs. That. No, they love their Boston Terriers. I'm telling you, they would save them, they would spend the money. There's I'm gonna tell you a shit. story. So I uh, uh, Pat Murray used to have a dog. I think his name was Darwin. Yeah. Word up, Pat Murray. Word up, Pat Murray. I remember when Pat's dog passed, I flippantly, because I never had a dog, I was like, aren't you just going to get a new dog? And he was like, no, dude, it's not really like that. Like, I'm not. And I just, it never occurred to me that like, you know, that he had lost like a really good friend. friend of, yeah. Like it, you know, to me, it was like, because I never had a dog. So I was like, yeah, you lost a pet, like whatever, move on, not the worst deal. And now that I have a dog, like I think back to like even me saying that. And again, I didn't mean anything by it, but like. Yeah, he lost a friend, and like you're not just gonna re you you can't just go out and replace a friend. I mean, you can, and like well, people and do. You would yeah, and you would. But the thing like is, you say I'll never get another dog. Yes, you will. No, because I will. Uh, of course. As much as you love Chico, you also love 
Yeah, the companionship, 100%. What not, you get from that. Yeah, so. yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, I at the time, like asking someone who's just recently lost their dog, oh, are you going to get another one? You know, it's if you, it's just not, you know, yeah, I might, but right now I'm still mourning the loss of my friend. Yeah, listen, there's no limit. Like if someone, if I had... That feeling is a luxury. And the same people, the same reason people replace one baby with another. Yeah. Sometimes your baby dies and then you have another, like, that's what you do. You're... Kamar, someone kidnapped a dog out of a car at uh, the superstore down the street and they ended up paying like a couple grand. And Mary and I were like, yeah, we would 100%. A couple of grand to what? (coughs) They set it up like they sent the money somewhere. reward? No, no, like the people, like the people that kidnapped the dog were like, "We'll give it back yeah. for a couple grand." A reward? That's what you're saying? Oh, they ransomed the dog? Yeah. No fucking. They were like, way. "We'll drop it off at this." How shelter. much you guys pay for Chico? We paid five hundred dollars for him. How much will you pay to get him back? A lot. <laughs> I'll, I'll kill <laughs> you. Where you I'll kill you where you fucking stand. Come on. He can fit my backpack. He's got eight grand. <laughs> He's we, got eight. We grand. can you get guys all are hilarious. of that. You guys are hilarious. It's four each. <laughs> you'll know it's you'll only know it's me if you hear the AI has it for the dude. A. We're gonna get uh, your GPT to write the ransom note. I'm editing all this out because I don't like. I don't even like this energy out in the world. <laughs> what, anyways, what, what anyways, is, what is it called? Chat, Chat GPT. GPT. I'm probably saying it wrong just to throw people off. Um, just in closing, he said about the leak set. Also, sir talked about getting caught like. I still don't think I did anything wrong. He, all no, they didn't talk about him getting caught. They talked no, what? He what did talked they about say? It. I said it was all consensual on my part. Oh, when did he say that? He didn't say that exactly. He said, I do, I, you know, I got in trouble and I don't think I, I did anything wrong. And no one's, he wasn't charged. When me, did he is, say, I don't rem- I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be. Um, we'll have to go back and listen. I don't remember them at all talking about masturbation. He said uh, people have selfish traits that are not good for other people. And they, they do things. I think that was, he's alluding to. It affects people. It can be negative for other people, but I didn't try to hurt anyone. I don't remember them. And I'm sure Hattie, something would go on, but anyone who trashed him, for his leak set is a traitor to comedy. That's interesting. So that's where you can draw your line. So who are those people? Oh, who they do they, they keep talking? They they're they not going to name names, names. But I think there are people who are persona non grata with them. We'll see. Oh, I'll show you. The, oh. <laughs> I want I want. Well, maybe not. Madonna has announced her 40th anniversary. Yeah, my wife's going to see her in Montreal. Did you watch the promo <laughs> video for it? No. It's the most out of touch, out of... <laughs> it's been three days and it has like... 600,000 views. That's hilarious. Miley Cyrus put out a song on her um, ex's birthday. Okay. About how she's better off her own. It's on like 80 million. That was six days ago. So if you want to be in the zeitgeist, who does it right? These are all stories (laughs) we talk about in the post show. I love Louis. Loved him better by himself. It was the best Saturday drop I think I've had, except for maybe Kevin Hart was sort of in the same realm. Because of that, there's no power struggle. I give it a four and a half. I give it a four and a half. Well, whoa, I give it a four. I just really like Louie. He's super honest, I super it was open. Great. I love Louie. Like, like you back. said, him being alone. Yeah, Louie's fucking great. I would take Louie. If Louie were on at the frequency of a Mike Baker or Tom Papa, I think this room would be a lot brighter. I think a very interesting conversation would be Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, Louie. Oh, that would be the round best table. round. Oh, wow. Dude, if you're going to fill those seats, please, Joe. If you're ever going to hear anything yeah, we do. can only talk to people who are way bigger than him. No, but that would be a really good like comedian roundtable. Oh. oh, and Bill Burr. 
Wow. Maybe yeah. Chris Rock. I mean, who else? No, no, Bill Burr, four, four Boston four? comedians. Oh, Boston. That's great. Well, that's great. Right? I, like I can simulate talk. what that conversation would look like. They'll call it baked beans. <laughs> Clam chowder. I can simulate well, baked what beans because that... they're smoking. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I can simulate what sorry, that sorry. conversation will sound like. Yes, okay. with chat GPT. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I like that. All right. Well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. We love the shit out of you. Uh, maybe you're willing to go a step further. There's a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you get the post show. It's the show for the show we shoot the shit. And you'll also get old and new episodes of This Won't Age Well. Or I think we might get rid of This Won't Age Well for the book club. Because I can't do both. No, you're going to do the book club. Yeah, no, this won't age well. You got it. Okay, yeah, because I can't do both. We're feeling like we have can't. millions of dollars in the bank. We could do it. Oh, listen, one. if time becomes not an issue, then yeah, we can do whatever the fuck we want. But until this thing, until we reach like fucking 5,000 patrons, that's not going to happen. Anyway. Well, it starts with Kamar's 30 in a month. That's true, yeah. Or it starts with Kamar's push for February. Oh, no, February. It's 29. Yeah. That's, oh. what, that's oh, what it was. Oh, you only need 29. Perfect. Totally Perfect. doable. But yeah. I thought 31. You do not want to miss out on this opportunity. It is only for the month of February. It's available. I mean, you can join other, but the February drive is just specific to February. So smash that like button. He's acting like there's a deal or something. I know. There's no I was deal. Just like... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cut that out. If you Nobody like... is listening. All right. It, we also have a YouTube. It's youtube.com slash JRE podcast. Do with that what you will. I don't really give a shit. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open. Yeah.